on the BAMFCAST. Who you calling scumbag, motherfucker? One star, we're in. All right, and welcome to the BAMFCAST. Hey! BAMFCAST. BAMFCAST. Episode 350. Woo! What? <laughs> it's a milestone episode. Sure. Nintendo. Yeah. We continue to survive. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the BAMFCAST is we go ahead and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first half. Then we rate them. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks and robot jocks. Robot, robot jocks. Robot jocks. Fine motion picture. However, there are bad bad movies that stay away. They get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags, and some douchebags after Twilight. Boo. Boo. Twilight Ew. is a bad film. Twilight. And no longer relevant. Though. Yuck. <laughs> um, so, uh, as per usual, we kind of tend to do bigger movies on our milestone episodes. Yes. Um, We'd been asked for 150 episodes to do this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. John Carpenter's Ghosts of Mars. Right. 2001. Yeah, I believe it's Kyle who requested this. Kyle. 33, 34 times, something like that. Well, the legend grew because it, it did. every week became yeah. a hot take as to, is it good? Is it bad? Are you guys yeah. going to like we it? We had anti-recommendations mm-hmm. for it, so mm-hmm. yeah. sure I figured did, it was time to settle this. Yeah. Settle the score once and for all. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, plot summary for this movie, and then we can continue. Okay. Years in the future, a Martian police unit is sent to pick up a highly dangerous criminal at a remote mining post. Upon arrival, the cops find that the post has become a charnel house. And other things happen. <laughs> <laughs> the end. No editorializing. Ghost <laughs> well, I'm just saying that that's like the, that describes about the first 20 minutes of the movie. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Arriving does charnel house. take up quite a bit of time in this movie. Um, so, yeah, we should probably go ahead and get it out of the way. Like the first five minutes of this movie is uh, Natasha Henstridge uh, arriving on an empty train, handcuffed to her bunk, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. being picked up and and escorted to this like tribunal type thing, and basically said, "All right, tell us what happened. Why are you the only survivor?" And the entire rest of the movie pretty it's much a is a flashback, flashback movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is so, many times over. <laughs> so let. Let's talk about it. like like let's talk about who's in it. Okay, of course it's John, directed by John Carpenter. Yes, he of like he a ton of, of movies <laughs> that we love. Yes, yeah, he's made a, he's made a few well known movies. An acclaimed director. Yeah, and this was kind of his last movie. Kind of, yeah. Well, at least he said he loved. He was late, definitely declared himself out of the Hollywood system. Yeah, after that. Yeah, which yeah was probably probably for the best. If he wasn't feeling it, yeah, get the hell out. Yeah, uh, Banff Castellum, of course, Natasha Henstridge from mm-hmm. Adrenaline. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. man. <laughs> not, a, not of species or those things that people have seen her in. No. Yeah. Oh. Species 1 through 18. Yeah. Jason Statham of Jason Statham fame. Mm-hmm. Right. Before that. Yeah. Be- before, before he was Jason Statham. Well, he was supposed, to be, he was supposed to be the part played by Ice Cube yes. until they were like, we need a bigger star. Which and is so funny think, as shit. Like, think about that right now, <laughs> folks. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, Ice and, Cube. Uh, and Ice, Ice Cube. Cube. Yes. From Triple X State of the Union. <laughs> yes, and also a certain movie called Torque. Mm-hmm. Torque. 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 Mm-hmm. Torque. Torque, a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> Just said Torque 17 times in a row. Torque. 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 Talk. And also Pam Greer. Pam Greer. Mm-hmm. Bamfcast alum. Of, uh, decorated Bamfcast alum. Yes. She's been in quite a few. Uh-huh. And I've hugged her. 
I just will always. All right. <laughs> I, yep. Now you have. I, it's like I've touched Pam Greer. Yep. By a transitive property. Yes. The I have theorem rubbed is myself proven. against Pam Greer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, a lot of people you'd recognize, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yes. there, there's whatever. Like, we don't, we don't really care about them. Well, there's Clea Duvall and Joanna Cassidy. Those are uh-huh. probably the two other biggest names in it. Yeah, this was Clea Duvall's era of be in everything right. before dropping off the face of the earth. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Robert Carradine from Revenge of the Nerds is in there for about seven seconds for reasons I don't yet understand. Yeah, I kind of was wondering oh, that's that. that's right. Yeah. 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 What the hell? I don't know. Yeah. And also a guy named Lobo. Yeah. Lobo Sebastian <laughs> yes. at that. Yeah. <laughs> which is, I couldn't which tell is pretty, you anything else Lobo's been That's in, pretty but. fucking awesome. Like, you know, kind of, I don't know, almost like an oxymoron because Lobo sounds like, I'm going to kick your fucking ass. And it's like, Sebastian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lobo Bye. Sebastian. Lobo Sebastian. Lobo Sebastian. <laughs> he was in Leprechaun in the Hood. Okay. So he, well, yeah. he could join the ranks of Bamcast alums. Sure. And should. Yep. But anyway, yes. The movie's a flashback. Mm-hmm. Um, with Natasha Henstridge giving the story of the movie. Yeah, it rarely, it occasionally goes back to her, but it's really just like, and then what? And then it goes right back to the flashback. I mean, mm-hmm. there's really like almost no reason for it to be told in flashback form. There's literally no reason yeah. for it. It is. There's a lot of things in this movie that there's no reason for. Okay. I, I have a feeling the flashback was added after the, the fact because they chopped the hell out of it in editing. And they needed some kind of framing device to pad out the exposition. Yeah, but the problem with doing that is you know she's the only survivor. I yeah, I'm not saying it yeah, worked. I, I, yeah, I'm just <laughs> yeah. essentially. Yeah. I mean Yeah, it's it's a poor framing device. It can yes. work in some movies. Mm-hmm. It does not in this one. No. Yeah. Well, especially it, or if, it, if if the thing in question is I mean, like Sunset Boulevard. That's fascinating because it's like, well, our main character who's telling a story is dead and mm-hmm. how did we get there mm-hmm. you know that but that affects like one character not okay yeah. we're going to introduce all these people but hey, well, this one's the only one that matters by the yeah. end. well the way this this framing works is when you have an unreliable narrator sure and as they prove throughout she is a reliable narrator mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's why it it doesn't work right but anyway but yeah um she her, yeah their her squad which was led by pam greer mm-hmm. is on the train and they're being sent out to pick up a con who has to be transported back. Right. And and through overlays and whatnot, we, we learn that Mars is uh, 89% done being terraformed. Yeah. It's so, you, so you can breathe outside, but not super well. It's probably like slightly worse than Denver. It's Earth-like <laughs> atmosphere. Yeah. I'm just saying, like it's, yeah. it's it's got some thin atmosphere, atmosphere, but it has some. And also, for whatever reason, because they don't really fully flush this out, it's a matriarchal society. So mm-hmm. that's why like, Pam Greer's in charge, and there's a lady in charge of this council. And, mm-hmm. and they kind of like hint at that men are just secondary almost they're tools like wonder woman-esque breeders you know like mm-hmm. they have no rights just been fucking you know like yeah mm-hmm. but they treat they, women they treat men on mars like they treat women on earth right yes and i mean it's just it, it barely plays into the narrative like it's just kind of like it seemed like somebody was like what if and it's like ah sure yeah just put it in it really just it's, means we have more flavor female yeah. lead characters than we have right males. yeah, yeah. I mean, hell, there's another guy on the squad that is totally fucking useless. Mm-hmm. Like, he, mm-hmm. he does has, he has zero personality. Like, Jason Statham, I think we only know him because, like, he became famous. Mm-hmm. But at least he's doing things in this that give him some personality. Right. This other guy is fucking he useless. He had made Lockstock. Well, it wasn't like this was the first time the world yeah, saw Jason Statham. And he had been Statham. in Snatch a year before okay. as well. Right. Yeah, so, so, I mean... But this was his first American movie. Probably, yes. Okay. Sure, but both of those were pretty damn big hits here. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. I'm just saying. But 
at some point, like they show that Natasha Henstridge has, she, she basically, she takes drugs at some point. Yeah. Which are kind of, it's this little pill that's in her necklace Mm -hmm. that they, we go through the drug sequence with her where she sees waves crashing and Mm -hmm. life is wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. And Pam Greer is like, yo, snap out of it. We got to pick up this dude. This, yeah. this, this something Williams. And she goes, Desolation Williams? I think James. James Williams. Yeah. yeah. They, James, James. 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 No wonder he calls himself Desolation. But yeah. <laughs> but they're like, oh my God, we got to pick him up. Mm-hmm. And it's a big deal. And she's complaining. And Natasha Hentrich is complaining because she's only got Pam Greer. And they just sent them Jason Statham. And then a couple rookies. And that's all they have to pick this pick up these people. Yeah. You know. Why did... But- <clears throat> why did we? Why did they send like the fucking joke squad? I well, the way know, it sounds to pick up the most dangerous criminal on Mars. Because movie, yeah, but but <laughs> it's also the way it sounds is they expected other people to be at the location to help them. Yeah, because when they get there, you know, the train finally gets there and it's ghost it, town. It's yeah, it, it is desolate ghost town there's nothing there plus mm-hmm. they explain an offhanded another just like plot device for the movie they're like all right train you go down the track some ways and there's a turnaround it'll take you a few hours and come back here mm-hmm. well it was like it was a cargo train it wasn't like their train oh was it because okay. the the main train guy was like we've got to get rid of this mining cargo mm-hmm. um, okay. oh is that what that was they had to go yeah. drop shit off oh, yeah. right so they were just hitching a ride yeah so it wasn't like a police train yeah. it was and this is also supposed to be a mining colony that they're going yes. to as well so maybe yeah. they were picking something up it's not really super clear but mm-hmm. sure either way they're there they get out and they're like all right mm-hmm. what the hell this is weird yeah there's nobody around and Pam Greer does look awesome, like in her long jacket. I think one, somebody I, I don't remember who it was during the movie said, "I want that action figure." Yeah, of Pam Greer I want in this the Pam movie Greer action figure. Chuck said it. We all agree. Yeah, she comes comes out giant gun, big long coat. Mm-hmm. Like okay, she, she looked pretty boss. Let's murder pretty Hugo Boss. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's yeah. do this, Pam Greer. Let's murder yeah. everyone. And so this is the point where they they go, well, this place should be full of people, mm-hmm. and so they fade into all sorts of people walking around the place. And yeah, let, they, let's wonder back to why there yeah. should be people here. And then they fade out back to the empty place. Yeah. It does a lot of weird... There are so many weird fades in this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The editing in this movie is shit. Yes. Like, it is one of the worst edited movies I've ever seen on a level of storytelling. They are... Like, there's ways to pull poor edits and, like, have... Oh, that was a bad reading. We should have edited around that. You know, there's there's ways to do that. This is just straight up... We don't know how to tell a story with this. Yeah, I think they're trying to pull off some sort of style thing with the edit, you know, because what they'll do is they'll they'll fade somebody out and then fade them back in like 10 feet all further down a hallway and they'll do that five times. And Yeah, but they'll do it with a They just edited it out like a step. It's not like it's saving them any time. Yeah. It's just like, OK, someone just randomly applied video effects to your editing program it's yeah it's like they got their new cut like there was a new toolkit released for after effects or something they're like well let's just try all of them yeah maybe one of them's cool (laughs) maybe but yeah so so they pam Greer says all right i'll take the rookies you and jason statham go go check this other area and so she and jason statham go and they find an empty like a I, I guess it's like a. Uh, it, it's supposed to be where the clinic was. It's a supply. Hut. I guess it's or a, a supply hut. But yeah, they come in and there's like spiky balls hung up and like like weird 
sculptures made out of barbed wire and stuff. And yeah. it looks like the whole place is just rigged to like swing down and chop them to pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like it's just been, you know, booby trapped for some mm-hmm. some booby reason. Trapped. And, you know, Jason Statham is just walking around looking everything just like. Why are there rusty scissors all over the place? <laughs> like it's weird. Like the equipment all looks old, and it there are spider webs on everything. Which, I mean, you know, spiders on mm. Mars. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Ziggy <laughs> yeah. Stardust brought them. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus, have you learned nothing, Chuck? No. No. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> spiders like uh, spiders can survive I know. sneaking on. I know people in, are walking around in they on probably Mars. Stowed away on a yeah. spaceship. They and stowed now away in a Mars is infested with them because mm-hmm. yeah. that's what happens. Yeah, they stowed away in a banana mm-hmm. box. But yeah, they, the, the whole time that they're going over there, Jason Statham is just hitting on her the entire way. Yeah, in the grossest way possible. It's just basically like, hey, I'm a breeder. Let's breed. Yeah, there's not many breeders left. <laughs> yeah. And and I guess the implication is also that most women are lesbians, and that he's like, you turned down Pam Greer on the train, so mm-hmm. that must mean you're down, right? Yeah, because Pam Greer was like, when she was kind of yelling at her, "Are you on the dope?" You know, she was like, "I need you straight, but not too straight," because you know. And she's like, "Don't worry, I'm all straight." And she's like, "Well, that's a shame." Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But anyway, they go in this place, and you know, f- first of all. They're, all of them are kind of like not making a big deal that the place is deserted, even though there should be like literally hundreds of people walking oh, around. Yeah, they even have like a not quite flashback overlay yeah. of what yeah. should be happening yeah. on a Friday night. I but. mean, but they're just like they say, like there should be hundreds of people. It's Friday night. Like people should be going nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they should be out spending and there's and nobody and-, and they're not like, all right, we need to be on alert. There's something going on. They're just like, huh, that's weird. Well, when they go in the first building, when they go in the supply hut, like before they even see all the booby traps and stuff, there's blood fucking everywhere. Yeah. Wall, ceiling, you know, it should be like the Eddie mm-hmm. Murphy just looking around at all the well, yeah. shit. Well, that's but- the first time they react a little bit, but then they're like, not huh. enough. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, uh, all right. Something weird happened here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, there's blood on everything. Yeah. And then they go down the hallway and there's like a like a blood river. Yeah. That was in the middle of it. <laughs> and a hand sticking out a locker or something, mm-hmm. some sort of door. Mm hmm. Yeah. That eventually they show is being severed. Yeah, <laughs> Jason Statham's just like, oh, I'll fucking like this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, this isn't making me happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's about the time they get a call from Pam Greer and company because they're like, you need to get over here. Because mm-hmm. I, I think there's a flashback that sets it up when they parted ways. Because like they keep doing that, they'll they'll cut back to like two seconds of what you've already seen from the movie and then follow the other person where they were going. Yeah. The other perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so like they walk in, I guess the rec center or some, some sort of like public house. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just, it's the predator's been there and deheaded, beheaded everybody <laughs> yeah. and hung them upside down. Yeah. yeah. But we need to note when she says they, they jump back to her at the tribunal, giving mm-hmm. her testimony. And she says, well, I can only go from what Pam Greer told me. Mm hmm. And what she told me was, and then they go back and they literally replay the scene where Pam Greer says, all right, you guys go over there and we'll go over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it just goes the other way. And yeah. Then, then and we then, hear they, what Pam and then they follow said. Pam Greer. Yeah. But they're going to do this throughout the rest of the movie mm-hmm. where they were literally they about four times, literally yeah. show you a scene that you saw less than three minutes ago yep. and replay 30 seconds of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Not that severe, but yes. Okay. It's pretty it's close. close. Yeah. yeah. And like the 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 reason the reason that desolation is locked up is because he's accused of beheading 
a bunch of people like it's mm-hmm. if, cases of murder. They're like, yeah, he, he was. Well, they you said know. that's what he had done in the past. Yeah. So they get in this place and it's just, you know, event horizon has happened all over this mm-hmm. place. <laughs> and so they're like, well, he must have gotten out. But they look over at a monitor and he's just sitting in his cell. It's like, oh, well, there he is. I guess mm-hmm. we should probably go talk to him. Yeah. Uh, and Ice Cube won't turn around. No. He's he got to make an entrance. Him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Tasha Hendricks is some like, ah, forget this asshole, let's just leave. And yeah, he's just like, what? <laughs> I mean, because again, he's kind of sort of nonplussed, even though he probably knows a little bit about the crazy shit that's yeah. happening. And there's also some other people that are in the jail cells there. Yes, some other. They're not. It's not, of... it's not really explained why they're there. They were bad citizens yeah i think that it's implied the one chick's a prostitute oh, i believe that's like, probably eh, true yeah and but then there's like she's pam Greer's making him read off he's like who are you you who are you who are you and then there's a fourth person in there that wasn't on the manifest and right. she's like well who's this who's that and it's what she the lady who kind of freaks out and she's like i was i was the lead scientist over at the mine yeah but i got it the hell out of there and it's, can i go back to sleep yeah now? yeah this is joanna cassidy and she's yeah. like Whitlock. Whitlock, which is pretty funny because a couple times they're like, hey, go open that door, Whitlock. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> yes. But yeah, she's just like, I'm drunk and we're all fucked. And mm-hmm. I'm a scientist. Fuck off. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, yeah. no, you get up. And you tell us what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. And is this when she tells her quick story? Not yet. She, okay, not yet. Okay. Not yet. All right. Because Pam Greer doesn't get the story. They're like, oh, the fuck it. We, this lady's not giving a shit. Okay. Yeah. She's like, so then they go back outside mm-hmm. and they're like well we need to just check the place out figure out what the hell's going on yeah pam and, they, and natasha Hensterge go outside yeah, and they come across a guy who's in like a little land rover thing or, well, first a, or they a just, mars rover yeah thing. but then first they just come across the land rover it, it's just flashing its lights at them mm-hmm. and they're like oh well this is a thing this is spooky and they get kind of close up to it and that's when guy you know kind of pops up and is just yelling at them but because it's like soundproof they mm-hmm. can't hear him and he's saying don't open the door don't let it out and they're just like, don't worry, we'll let you out. <laughs> so uh, he's like, no, no, forget that. And just, you know, slices his neck open uh, to which they go around back and it's like, OK, let's get this thing open. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Jason Statham's like, well, what did he tell you? Yeah. And she has to flash back to the guy telling her yes, literally 30 seconds earlier. <laughs> they just zoom in on it and slow mo it. It was like Pam Gray was there, too, because she shot the lock on the mm-hmm. truck like mm-hmm. and then just kind of promptly disappeared by the time jason statham could walk behind yeah, there because we heard a whoosh yeah yeah and saw somebody run around behind her and she uh, she literally says who goes there yeah she does <laughs> halt who goes there pam green with a big ass gun <laughs> long leather jacket yeah pam green. who goes there who goes there <laughs> yeah yeah so she she kind of wanders off to investigate that mm-hmm. noise but we don't go with that. We yeah. stay with Jason Statham. Yeah. And, yeah, and he's like, well, the lock's fucked because she shot it. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Going to take me like half an hour. Yeah. And Because he's established he's the master of unlocking. Yes. He has. Yes. Yeah. Um, which is pretty funny because he goes like, she's like, we got to get this door open. He's like, yeah, well, the lock's fucked. I'm going to have to cut it open. It's going to take about half an hour. And he's like, well, there's a guy in there. He committed suicide. <laughs> It's and like, he said, don't open the door. He yeah. did say, open the, don't open the door. He's like, all right, well, I'll get to work doing that, I guess. <laughs> I thought he said, <laughs> let us not respect this man's last wish. Yeah. Also, I don't know what the hurry is. She, she did establish that he just slit his own throat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got to get this thing open. Figure out what's up with that guy. Um, but yeah, so she uh, Natasha Henstridge goes back inside 
Um, no one knows where Pam Greer is, and Jason Statham is outside mm-hmm. welding the door or whatever, trying to get it open. Well, yeah. yeah well, and she walks into <laughs> Ice Cube holding Clea Duvall at knife point. Right. <laughs> going, let me out of here. <laughs> yeah. I'll sneer at you. Yeah. He says some derogatory things about ladies who like ladies, and mm-hmm. and everyone's just like, she's just like, what the fuck? What happened? I was gone for two minutes, and he yeah, was in fucking jail. rookies. <laughs> She's like, and she calls it. She's like, so you let him out to eat, huh? Yeah. Like, yeah. And she's like, and you undid his restraints? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, the the complete blank slate milk toast guy, uh, <laughs> Descano, is standing there, and he's just like, I don't know what happened. And yeah. <laughs> well, and well, then she goes, all right, listen, don't take her. Take me. Mm-hmm. And I'm put my guns down. He's like, all right, you put your guns down. Yeah. So, she puts like, her guns out, and he's like, "She's like Toscano, put your gun down." <laughs> and of course, Ice Cube's like, "Yeah, Toscano, <laughs> put your gun down." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a long, drawn out, like, let her go mm-hmm. slash take Natasha, Natasha yeah. Henstridge, and then so he he grabs Natasha, Natasha Henstridge, yeah. and that's apparently where she gets the cut on her neck that yeah. was in the beginning that we thought would be a bigger deal, but right? Really isn't. Literally means nothing. Yeah. But so, and of course, she tries. It's a tries, reminder of a shared moment. Uh, yeah. Okay. She tries to disarm him and actually kind of does mm-hmm. and gets his, you know, gets the knife away, has his arm kind of pulled down and he gets away, says, I like you, and then punches the camera, <laughs> which is her and cut to. Yeah. Like smelling socks. Like, please yeah. wake up, yeah. species. Yeah. Clay Duvall's over her like. Yeah. He he knocked you the fuck out. Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, her like she wakes up the first thing she's like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, you, you got like where out. is he? He's gone. Yeah. She's like well, uh, and she's like fuck, and she goes outside and and Toscano's out there, and mm-hmm. she's like all right. He's like I saw him go in there. I can see all the exits. He hasn't come out. Yeah. So like okay, and she's like well, I take it he's got the other shotgun that we don't have right now, and he's like yeah, he was so fast. I don't know how he got it, and it's like. <laughs> Toscano, you're worthless, man. Come on, buddy. Yeah, pretty terrible. No. But but, yeah, they, so they go, well, they're like, all right, we saw he went in here. Um, I'll go in the front. You guys go cover the back. And I'll, flush, you know, Species like, I'll flush him out through the front. You mm-hmm. guys go cover the back. Mm-hmm. And she walks in. This is the clinic now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and, she, and keep in mind, don't go find Jason Statham or Pam Greer. No. Nah. No. Just like, or, all right. Or even Radium. They have, you know, radios yeah. and stuff. But no. nope. Just leave him cutting. Nope. Um, they need to get in that thing. Yeah. <laughs> So she's just talking through here and like literally this is a full on horror show. Like, I mean, it's like she comes to one person and in like a bed and they're just non-responsive, like all cut up and weird looking, just kind of mm. looking at her. And she's like, like doing magic with their hands. Yeah. But- and, yeah and she's like, hey, you're all right. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, all right, I'm going to they- turn my back on you and just keep going. Yeah. And we skipped that they had found somebody earlier that was doing the same thing mm-hmm. uh, who was like a. They, they, they. She's only there for half a scene, but she's like they, they all, they also get Ghost of Mars vision, mm-hmm. which is kind of red and swoopy and <laughs> just, red and swoopy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but it's supposed to be like a POV shot for the POV shot for the Mars ghosts or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So they show that woman having that same mm-hmm. vision. Yeah. But so we've seen a few people like acting weird and like they're possessed or yeah. something. No, granted, they haven't seen anyone that's been alive for longer. Well, OK, except for the people in the cells, but they haven't mm-hmm. seen very many people besides the prisoners locked in the cell. And here she comes across this person who's 
tripping balls or whatever mm-hmm. with you know ghost dust <laughs> and she's like dust. all right well all right just keep going past you mm-hmm. turn my back on you and yeah and she sees a like a woman like hissing uh-huh. baring her teeth and doing weird stuff she's like huh all right then <laughs> yeah but yeah. then another woman pops up out of behind something yeah. Yeah, to attack her yeah, full yeah. on feral and just rah. yeah and that's when ice cube pops up it's like nah yeah shoots <laughs> shoots her yeah yeah and, and then like, the one she passed behind finally goes feral yeah. and well then, he goes yeah I, I saved you yeah oh no I, that's right it was the one she passed by jumped on her back ice cube jumps out saves mm-hmm. her and then someone from behind him grabs ice cube yeah mm-hmm. she shoots him and they're like well i i guess we're even sort well, of the the zombie pirate woman thing hits ice cube and the gun falls out and then it takes you know like two seconds for him to recover and natasha Anstridge has the gun mm-hmm. and he's like whoa hold on how yeah. did this happen <laughs> yeah. and she's like well, i don't know, just did so come on you're coming with me we're done with this shit mm-hmm. um so yeah so they're taking him back to his cell yeah and they get kind of a communication from jason statham who's like i heard a thing I should probably go go check out the mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, I can't read you very well. Yeah. Okay, well we'll check yeah. in on this later. Yes, because yeah, they, they they lock Ice Cube up, you know, strap him back in in his cell, mm-hmm. yeah. and then it's like, yeah, I wonder what Jason Statham was doing right then. <laughs> right. Remember mm-hmm. when he radioed in a second ago? Let's flash back to that. Yeah, yeah, which basically was he was cutting the door open, heard something, and saw feral person up on this hill, mm-hmm. which I don't know why they ha- didn't see this hill with a. It's just basically a bunch of spikes with heads on them. Yeah. And I don't yeah. know how they didn't see this hill with the spikes with the heads on them, mm-hmm. but they didn't. Um, and this feral creature is putting another head on there. And guess what? It's it's Pam Greer. Yes. I mean, we know we this. We don't see that. Yeah, we, we, we mostly we know. know this. He doesn't see this until he walks up next to it. Yeah, like right in its face, like yeah. right in Pam Greer's decapitated head face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, who is this now? Oh, <laughs> and that's when he was ready. It's like, hey, shit. Oh, no, there's thing here. And Pam, you know, yeah, Captain's well, dead or whatever she is. Well, well, yeah. Then he looks over the hill and he sees like a Guar concert, <laughs> but for fucking real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because there's a guy who is billed as Big Daddy Mars, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who is standing he's on big daddy mark yeah right. he's just like the leader of the pack here. he's just like hey and he's standing me? on top of Rawr. a bus or something and yeah all of his dialogue consists of mm-hmm. so just like war yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah apparently like the the his facial prostheses and his his yeah. teeth and stuff <laughs> were so like uncomfortable and bad that he could only do <laughs> yeah that was the only sound yeah. he can make so they just called it Mars language. Yeah, yep. and <laughs> I love it. He kind of looks like, uh, like it, think of Urukai from Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. and think of like what the head one of those might look like, but mm-hmm. skinnier and Marsy. Mm-hmm. And that's that's yeah. Big Daddy Mars, and more pasty faced. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Big Daddy Mars. He's yeah. a he's a big buff vampiro from late WCW no, era that as well. Yes, yeah. <laughs> all these things. But they show that he's he's you know. He's got his own Burning Man going on down here, and mm-hmm. there's like you know, there's at least a hundred people around him going, yeah, yeah. it's it's yeah. a fucking pagan biker. Well, festival. not only that, like there are still like non you know zombified ghosts of Mars or whatever people, and they're just decapitating him left and right. They're yeah. like, yeah, it's a fucking head chopping party down mm-hmm. here. Just bring him mm-hmm. down, and yeah. he'll come down off his bus and mm-hmm. cut a head off, and everyone goes, yep. ah. Yeah. So Statham runs back and. He he kicks his way into a building because he mm-hmm. sees that they're kind of coming back, mm-hmm. and he tries to radio in, but of course the radios don't work very well because no. yeah. why would they? It's like the twenty second century, but hey, <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, we can't get a fucking walkie talkie to work. 
And they are big fucking analog walkie-talkies, oh, yeah. too. There's yeah. no oh, yeah. future tech in this They're whatsoever. Like, no. Stranger Things level <laughs> yes. of tech. Bought them at Sears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Radio Shack. But yeah, oh, he's, okay. he's kicking on this door. Some some dudes open the door, let him in, and, and they're like, check the window. Did they see him? And because of bad geography in the movie, they totally should have seen where he went. Oh, but 100%. they didn't because yeah. movie. Or went. heard him kicking the door right. in. Yeah, but I'm just saying, yeah. like, you were watching this, like, they totally should have seen where you went, but mm-hmm. they didn't. Yeah. So they just kind of go on by, and these dudes are, you know, there's three guys in this place, and they're just like, yeah, we we weren't in the mining colony when the shit went down, so we saw what happened, and we just, we hid in here, so that's how we've been surviving. Yeah. And he's, which, he's like, oh, okay, cool, and they're like, yeah, whatever, give him his guns back. Yeah, because they, they flash back twice mm-hmm. to what they saw, like, they were... They were essentially what they're saying is they were the next shift to come on mm-hmm. right. and they they went over and were just seeing what was going on and they saw like there was a work stoppage and everyone yeah, was. And, and actually, I'm sorry, these guys and Jason Statham show up before we see this scene because we're literally we're at least three flashback levels, if not four deep mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. this part is happening because we're all the whole movie is in one flashback. Then we're like finding out what happened with Jason Statham mm-hmm. and then these guys are like. Yeah, they, this, they is, this, flash- is, this is what happened when we saw everything go down. Yeah, so we're in Statham's flashback. Right. Mm-hmm. And then in that, he tells the story of their flashback, which is them revealing the origin story of mm-hmm. what's happening, mm-hmm. uh, to which they, they go to that twice. They come back and forth. Right. Uh, the first time, they are just like... Um, there's like, yeah, we were we were going to go to work, but there was a work stoppage and everyone left early. And we were like, well, how are we going to start our jobs if everyone ended early? Um, but then everyone just falls the fuck out mm-hmm. and then they cut back to the kind of present and then go back again to where this red cloud has come in and then everyone just gets up and starts acting zombie like. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're like, yeah, and they and, explain that these guys, they went crazy and then they, they started like cutting people's faces off yeah. and mm-hmm. killing each other. And the, people that, and the yeah. people that didn't change quick enough mm-hmm. got beaten to death and mm-hmm. stabbed and beheaded and all that. So, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. So they just. People have gone rogue. Yeah. Gone feral. And so he's, you know, Statham's like, well, do you guys have any weapons? And they're like, I've got this wrench. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> only police have co- or only cops have weapons. And mm-hmm. he's like, all right, fine. Come back with me. Let's let's go. Also, back there to might the- be some blasting caps around here. And they have yeah. two giant cases of blasting mm-hmm. caps. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. We've got these detonators. And he's like, detonators, well, yeah. maybe these will come in handy for something. Just let's, let's all just let's go back to the main mm-hmm. hub where all yeah. the other people so, are. We're back to like sort of present time for most of the movie. Yeah. Like they're all together. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then they basically start to like walk them through the facility. Like, yeah, oh, all right, cool. You're it's good. You're alive. And they get the drop on them somehow. And these well, dudes just kind of go. Well, she's like, yeah, it's all of us. And one dude, you know, a prisoner that we're here to escort out. And they're like, and they're like, is that prisoner desolation? Williamson? She's like, yeah, and then they're like, "Ha ha, we all have guns yeah. now." Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they get the drop on them, and, and it's <laughs> basically, these guys are Desolation Williams' crew. Yes, and they were. This is all an elaborate ruse, and they, they, they. I love that they planned all this to to sneak in here and get the drop <laughs> on them. Yeah, and then when they take him back to the cell where he is, <laughs> they open the cell. You know, there's still guns on them, and they're like, "Hey, you're all right." And all three of them walk into the cell with him mm-hmm. while mm-hmm. all the cops are outside. So they just go slam. Yep, you're you're all in the cage. Good job. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Hey, open the door. We'll shoot you." And they're like, "You shoot us, and no one's opening the door. You're gonna die in here." Yeah. And they're, and they're like, like, "Good point." Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. 
Ice Cube's like, just give them the guns. Fuck, give them all your guns. <laughs> You're the worst crew. They basically make an arrangement. They're like, she's like, well, will you follow me? Because we're going to need your help if we're going to get out of this shit. And he's like, I don't take orders. And he's like, yeah, well, I don't usually ask criminals for help. She, he's like, good point. All right. <laughs> yeah. Once again, like people have to be convinced that there's this weird fucking thing happening outside. Mm. Like demon biker pirate ghosts are outside and ripping people's faces off. And people have to be reminded of that. Like, hey, maybe we should all stick together mm-hmm. and get to the big train and get to safety. But they're just like, no, we're just going to bust out our friend and we'll take our chances. Yeah. Fucking idiots. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's what this movie's missing. I think it would have gone a very long way to have somebody lose their shit over this. Uh, like, Clea Duvall clearly set up for that. Because mm-hmm. when they first sit, walk into the charnel house, yeah. she's just kind of, like, frozen in the doorway and can't... Pam Greer's like, well, fuck it. You just stay there. She seemed like we'll the one who this. was going to be the most susceptible to something. They need to had they, they needed to have somebody just freak the fuck out. Yeah. Just be like, God damn it. What the and fuck it, is and going on? And it should have been her because they set that up. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, the first time they open up the public house, she just freezes. Like, yeah, I just said that. Oh, but it was like it was like maybe something no. had immediately latched onto her already. Like, yeah, she opens the door and like I thought she was going to be like the one who had the sense or something, right. you know, and was going yeah. to be the, the way in to infiltrate this team because she had, you know, the she was touched or, you know, she mm-hmm. had right. some sort of spooky powers. But yeah, it never comes to that. But even bef- like, I mean, I don't even need that. I just need somebody to be like. Fuck, we're fucked. Oh, God, yeah. You know, somebody needs to pull a uh, a Hudson and yes. just be like, game over, man. Yeah. We're fucked. We needed an Ensign Award in this yeah, movie. We yeah, we needed somebody, but nobody seems to like be like, huh. Yeah, I was cares? <laughs> Well, I, I heard you say that. I was had another point to that. Oh, okay. I was saying she she does that, and then like from that moment forward, she just literally becomes Kung Fu Ninja like the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. every other scene, it's like, I can't handle the violence, and then she's suddenly John Wooing <laughs> in every time there's an action scene. Yeah. yeah. So it's like they they set her up for that, and then... Then they blow it. Nobody does it. I mean, like, yeah. not even, like, any of the randoms piece in the in the prison. Like, there's just nobody that... Everyone's just completely nonplussed by mm-hmm. this. Like, eh, well, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then... But did they end up killing one inside of their little complex somehow? Because how does... Because it, it's eventually established that the dust, literally the dust on Mars mm-hmm. is what... People breathe in and then they get possessed by it. What? But oh, once it has yeah. a host, it doesn't leave until that host is dead. I don't think that's what happens. I think Joanna Cassidy then tells the story of yeah. how she's responsible for all this. Yeah, yeah well, she was well, like, well, I've been a, I was from another. Well, first, she, she tells her a story of how she escaped. I don't remember. That was earlier. Point, yeah. yeah, we kind of skipped over that. But <laughs> like first point, she was like, I'm drunk. We're all fucked, whatever. And then they're, they're finally like, all right, no, we need to know. Like, how did you get here? Who are you? Because. They're all like, yeah, she's not even from here. And she's like, yeah, I'm from another mining colony. And sh- the same thing went down. Uh, so I escaped by uh, retrofitting a weather balloon. <laughs> and and t- following the winds following the over winds. around yeah. Mars wherever, in 80 days. Wherever she, they took me. Well, she said she was following the railroad track, which was like, well, how did you? Yeah. In a the, weather balloon? What right. kind of control well, did you have there? And I just Nobody that- knows. I love that they can't just let her narrate the story. They have to try and show it, mm-hmm. which is well. The just... first part of it, it just looks so stupid. This little tiny balloon floating over this model of Mars or whatever. Yeah. But then, like they do an actual stunt, which looks kind of cool. Which is basically the balloon gets sucked down by some wind turbines mm-hmm. and crashes into the ground. Yeah, because it gets sliced open. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it crashes like the Hindenburg. I mean, mm-hmm. this thing just 
this is their stunt. Like they were like, this set piece is going to be the yeah. shit, guys. But it's wasted in this barely set up flashback within two other flashbacks that mm-hmm. sounds so stupid when they start talking about it to begin with. But but they had one shot in there like prior to it hitting the turbines where you get like the she's in the basket perspective. Oh, and it's, so and it's that terrible goofy. like escape from LA like I'm yeah. on the surfboard riding the tsunami yeah, yeah, bullshit. It's like the weird digital yeah. it's yeah, bad. Yeah. It's, it's not good. But yeah, yeah that so that, anyway, that was her background. That was, that was her one flashback, and then they're eventually like, "Oh, wait, you so you know more about this?" And she's like, "Yeah, I, basically, we were doing mining in this other colony, and they called a section for whatever twenty. I don't know. We all got high. <laughs> yes. um, I, whatever. It's something like whenever they find something scientific, yeah, they're, yeah. they're like, yeah, we, we life blast. or water or there's, something. Yeah, anything. that's not supposed to be here. So like they blast down this wall, and then oh look, there's a." They say it's this doorway carved into the rock, and it's like, eh, it kind of looks metallic, like not part of the rock, whatever. Yeah. It's There's a doorway that just perfectly <laughs> was exposed by blasting this wall down, mm-hmm. and they go walking down it, and then there's this mysterious door with Martian writing, I guess, Yep. and they're just like, fuck yeah, let's just touch this. Yeah. And they do, and the door just goes, and just disappears. Yeah. It like turns into sand and goes away, mm-hmm. and down, the the hall, down in the hallway, it's just like, here's this sentient mist just chasing them out mm-hmm. ghosts yeah so, <laughs> so they had the same scientific process as like Prometheus just oh, yeah what's just this little, oh let me just take my helmet off mm-hmm. yeah. When, yeah when in doubt just boop yeah so they, they she just the way she gets away she just she literally outruns the wind mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah not everyone does but that's yeah. why she later escapes in the balloon mm-hmm. sure but yeah, but yeah so that she's told that story and they're like yeah yeah that's great <laughs> and then she also is just, somewhere along the way she's like because I think they killed because, like, the um, ghost dust got into, like, the old guy in the cell. Yeah, that's then, what I was That's what I was getting to, is with Khalid, how yeah. did that happen? Like, well, how Khalid. did the dust get in that guy? There was there was someone else inside. There was a, there was another ghost person inside. Yeah, because I think it didn't try to grab Joanna Cassidy or did grab her, and then they all shot it. And, yeah. and it, it jumped out, and it, it just yeah. went to, like, the drunk guy in the cell or whatever. Yeah. It was mm. someone who was not in a cell. Yeah. They okay. just like a door slowly open and yeah, maybe it was that lady they found earlier. Maybe yeah, maybe I don't know. but I don't know. anyway, like it yeah, jumped anyway. to this guy and like it's the funniest scene because like they come back to this old dude and he's just clawing his face off and ripping, you know, clawing his own skin off and they're just like, yeah, he's been doing this for like half an hour. Yeah, and it's like no one yelled and said, "Get us the fuck out of here." This guy's possessed. Yeah, like, and they just kind of stand in the room, and go, "Well, guess we're locking him in here." Yeah, and yeah. they just close the door behind him and they they're like, "Clay Duvall, well, you watch him and." And Jason Statham's like, hey, you need to come here and see the supply closet. And they go in the supply closet. And he's like, hey, isn't this cozy? You know, we could fuck yeah, in here. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> it's like, hey, door soundproof. Am yeah. I right? And then she, and for half a second, she's like, you make a good point. World's about to end. Fuck it. You know, and yeah. they, they get to the kissing point And then you hear gunshots. And Clay Duvall is like, I don't know, freaked out and they, shot the they dude. They get out reason. there and she just goes, man, fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah. basically. <laughs> yes. It's like, after but this woman has just explained yeah. that when you kill it, it mm-hmm. has to migrate to something else. Yes, right. Didn't the didn't that guy grab her at some point? Might Early, have. Earlier she backed into yeah, him. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So but that, he, that I thought was the point but, where she was going to lose her shit. No, like, he, for real. she lost her shit because he kept like doing spooky dance at her. Yeah, but I, thought, I mean, I thought she was going to go full ensign. Oh, yeah. You know, she was like, no, fuck that guy. Totally missed opportunity. But yeah. we see mist come out of the dead guy float around. And mm-hmm. then it's like, hey, Natasha Hendridge, Hendridge into you. Yeah. And I mean, I apparently <laughs> when it hit her, she just passed out again, like fell straight back. Because mm-hmm. again, she gets like the, you know, sleeping salts, right? You know, yeah. 
Hey, yeah, but they're all standing over with ghost vision, and they're yeah. like, oh, oh no, shit. she's got the ghost. She's got the vapors. Get her out of here. Yeah. Carry her outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they straight up just drop her out, yeah. out in Stath- the back. Statham yeah. and Ice Cube, like, take her to outside, just drop her on the dust, and, like, Ice Cube's like, hey, this was hers. And it's it's her necklace that she yeah. had, or you know, her mm-hmm. little drug necklace. And say something like, "Oh, that's her stash." Yeah, that's her stash. <laughs> Why don't we just give her one so she'll drift off? You know, happily. Let's fuck with that ghost. Yeah. <laughs> and he drops the drops one of her pills in her I mouth. Bet it'll piss the ghost off. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. That ghost she time. starts tripping balls. And basically, <laughs> this time she's like having the flashback like she did before, but it's intermixed with now she's got ghost martian inside mm-hmm. of her so, so it's like the ghost is tripping balls she is tripping balls the right. ghost she is, has a spirit quest yeah and the ghost is tripping balls all the way back to the beginning of whatever the fuck this thing like is when they, when they weren't just ghosts they were they basically i mean they basically look like white martians from the dc universe yeah. i mean mm-hmm. if you know that that at all but like you know they're just like they look like that and they're and it's kind of interspersed with like that's why you know big daddy mars looks like he does and it's cutting between yeah him and his living form versus that and mm-hmm. you know this like big warlike charge thing and then she wakes up and it's like <gasps> and like just vomits out the ghost <laughs> ghost, yeah. smoke out ghost dust yeah. yeah yeah it's like she'd just done the cinnamon challenge <laughs> <laughs> except it's ghost mars ghost sure we were on a cinnamon challenge <laughs> but yeah she wakes up vomits out the ghosts and um like basically goes into like all right how to get how the fuck do i get back inside because where am i oh shit yeah she realizes she's out with all the other crazies mm-hmm. Uh, and, so one jumps her with a sword, yeah. Um, which she just kung fu's that guy mm-hmm. to death, or at least down. Takes his sword and fashions it into like a sword grappling hook thing. <laughs> yes, and scales the wall, rings the back buzzer, which their you know proximity alarms are already going off. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Hey, it's me." And they make a complaint. They're like, "You know, I haven't heard any of these things speak in English, so it probably yeah. is her." And she re says a line that Ice Cube had said to her, and he's like. Nah, give me the keys. That's her, mm-hmm. you know, because how would how would evil ghost they know that? Um, but this is a pretty good shot of them. Like the door opens, she comes in, and just cut to Ice Cube and Jason Statham with guns on her, just like, "Are you you?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, "Yes," and it's like, "All right, get in here." Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. and again, she recycles something she said. And you're like, "All right, yeah, mm-hmm. you're probably legit." Yeah, yeah. yeah but she, so could, she probably could have just said you gave me drugs and i vomited out a ghost yeah. oh yeah. that makes sense yeah that's, now we know how to kill your, them your plan totally worked yeah <laughs> give them the drugs yeah let's all pop my, one in that bag well, yeah and all she had guy. to tell statham is like listen you let me in i'll fuck you and say all right i found the perfect spot i hear that room soundproof man and knife so from this point they're like all right we need to make a plan like we gotta we gotta take out some shit yeah mm-hmm you know, and and she's like, all right, well, we got to get to the train station. Yeah, their plan is arm up and go to the train. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, the train should be here in exactly twenty minutes. So let's do some makeshift stuff. Yeah, like they're like, well, we got these blasting caps. They'll make a little bit of bang, and then nondescript milk toast guys like, what if we put them in canned goods? It'd make like kind of like a grenade. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, sure, yeah, yeah let's do that. Yeah, and, and and oh god, one of <laughs> one of Ice Cube's crew. Has found drugs, like just like a mix of oxygen and nitrous, mm-hmm. and he's just like, and they're all cool with it. They're just like, yeah, he's doing, he's doing, the- yeah, because they establish they have these little breather things yeah. because, like I said, the air isn't one hundred percent pure, so mm-hmm. you can get lightheaded. So they're like, yeah, that's a you know fifty percent nitrous. Yeah. It's called that's a, a, that's a, black, a, that's a black market breather. It's got some nitrous in yeah. it, so he's getting high as shit. Mm-hmm. And the dudes over there, like trying to help the 
what we assume is the space prostitute uh, <laughs> with a a prostitute. Yeah, <laughs> like because she's like can't get the cap and then and he's like watch this and he like he puts the can down and literally. Everyone that is working at the table stops what they're doing and watches what he's doing, which is hold this can while he's got this giant, almost quite, almost not quite machete, but big ass knife. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, yeah, this probably isn't going to turn out well. And they all watch as he goes, what? Because his finger is clearly out over the edge of the can and just slops his finger off. And he's just like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> He just falls backwards out of frame. Well, I love it. He, he holds up the stump on the side of the can and Ice Cube's like, you dumbass. <laughs> So they wrap him up and they're like, you're going to be able to do this? And he's like, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) So, so it's just a weird little interlude, but yeah, they're, they basically have geared up. They have these, you know, sort of homemade grenade things and they're going to run for the train station, Mm -hmm. which, but they, they just like, okay, let's do this. Well, Joanna Cassidy's watching the monitors and she's like, she keeps like throughout the movie. She's got like, I, I know more than I should as my character. She's just watching like, Right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What? Yeah. But they're like, okay, let's do this. So they all run outside and then they're like, where's the train? And instead of just turning around and going back inside, it's like, okay, we'll wait till the, till the train gets here. They're just like, let's, let's just well, wander. Well, no. Well, and they no, kind of wander get up there, a hill. They get there and, and Ice Cube's like, all right, plan A didn't work. What's well, your plan B? Well, because along the way, the, um, the evil ghost demon things have been lining up on the roofs, just kind of watching them go. Like, because... A the, little bit, but not a little bit. Like they're a few not really them. making themselves known. No, they're yet. just kind of like it, it. Actually, sort of seemed like all they wanted them to do was leave mm-hmm. at kinda, first. Yeah, which I kind of thought that's where it was going to go. It's just like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. We just need a place to live. Mm-hmm. We're you know we we're ghosts. We need a home. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, um, but yeah, they so they just kind of watch them leave, and they're like, all right, we're at the train station. Where the fuck's the train? Uh, the train was supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. Oh no! And then. Ice Cube's basically like, hey, plan A's not working. What's your plan B? And she's like, plan B was plan A. And he's like, well, let's do what we should have done yeah. when we first got here. And <laughs> good God, the shot that they give Ice Cube is such a good. Because it basically is like, well, what's plan? What's your plan? He's like, let's fuck him up. And then it's the <laughs> shot where, you know, we've been close in on them at the train station. And then it's like, all right, back to the street and watch Ice Cube come down this ramp thing. Double just, double SMGs just mm-hmm. spinning and shooting. <laughs> yeah, it looks so face. good. It's it, oh, it, it is oh, a very man. nice start to a scene. It like okay, you're like okay, yeah, yeah, because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's so quick. He's just like, all right, nah, fuck this. <laughs> just starts running down this hill, shooting everything. So yeah. they're all like, uh, all right, let's yeah. get in. And I this. guess well, we're doing he, that. Doesn't he say, all right, you dumb motherfuckers? Is this when he? No, he. That's when he. <sighs> yeah. It's when he comes down the hill and starts shooting. And he's Is like, it? Yeah. Okay. Well, this leads to a giant fight because all the the ghost pirates are like, "Okay, we're in. Let's all let's fight." Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of I don't know. They all have guns, but very rarely use them as guns. Mm-hmm. Um, they're using them. They're swinging them and using the butt of the guns and stuff like oh, that. The things are coming at them fast. It, I know. You know yeah. I know. Um, everyone's trying to do fighting. Um, mm-hmm. Most everyone is missing wildly. And there are flash frames in the editing so that you don't see people not making contact. Yeah. Uh, which is bad. Yeah. Like, very bad. All these action scenes are bad. Yes, they are. They're, and they get to the point where some of them later are literally some of the most boring scenes in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but this one is all right. It's just you can tell that, that no one is making contact with anybody. And that's a shame. Um, especially because Jason Statham is in there. Um, and yeah, that but, dude can but, wreck but some but shit. Hi, dude. He ends up like 
sort of trying to toss one of his homemade grenades and misses mm-hmm. and it like lands and you know he blows up and it, that's really where like they kind of start losing because they were doing all right up until that point like no one had gone down and he's just like oh and blows himself up well and like the the old guy from the cell not the one who got possessed and not the the space hooker um gets taken out with a saw blade like someone just just trons a saw blade at him and he's just like <laughs> down and you're just like oh shit these guys have- oh actually that may have been that may have actually been on the way to the train that, yeah, it was yeah. on the way okay. to the train yeah, because was- he got he didn't even get like i don't even think he got killed i think he just got tripped and oh. they were like nah fuck that guy okay all right <laughs> yeah. okay but yeah that's, we didn't know him anyway that's why they were so desperate like why is the train not here yeah. fuck yeah all right let's shoot but shit. this establishes saw blades as a weapon in this movie mm-hmm. which is pretty good because it comes up a few more times especially yeah. on white piece of paper man who <laughs> when they're all trying to get back into the building he's kind of standing guard outside and takes like a saw blade to the hand and loses. <laughs> loses. He loses an arm. Yeah. And just still keeps shooting at oh, everything. Oh, yeah. He just pulls out his sidearm, as Harlow said, and just starts <laughs> shooting <laughs> everyone he can. But, you know, he goes down. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah. Eventually, he gets his head fucking cut off. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like most of the people go out in the scene, I believe. Right. Because doesn't Cleo Duvall go out, too? Like, no. Oh, no. No, is not, that later? no. That's later. Oh, OK. Basically, the guy who cut his hand off right. gets himself blown up. The also the big dude right. who I guess was Ice Cube's brother. Yes. Yes. We didn't know that he, prior to. He just he doesn't get killed, but he gets possessed mm-hmm. and then he gets, he gets like kind of sick. He gets injured. He's kind of hurt. Yeah. And then gets and then ghosted. He, and then he gets the ghost dust. Yeah. Right. Which Ice Cube runs by. He's like, come on, get up, man. And he's, he's like, he just kind of looks at me like, oh, that's not my brother. Yeah. Which we mm-hmm. don't, like I said, until they get back inside, slam the door and they're like, oh, we're safe. And he's like, yeah, my brother didn't make it. He's like, oh, I didn't realize you had a brother. Right. <laughs> I did not yeah. know. And why he didn't say, hey, give me your space drugs. I'm going to put it in my brother so mm-hmm. he can vomit out the space ghost. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a cinnamon <laughs> challenge that right. the Mars ghost. <laughs> Yeah, but he just immediately is like, oh, no, you're not my brother anymore. Mm-hmm. We'll see you. <laughs> yeah. Bye. There's a lot of, oh, well, fuck that guy then. Yeah. Yeah. But they yeah. just get back inside and they're like, yeah. Well, and I shit. love that they all get in and they're like, oh, yeah, we left uh, we left milk toast outside. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, then he gets his head cut off just they're about to drag him yeah. in. They're like, oh, uh, all well, right, fuck that well, guy. I guess we're OK here. Yeah. <laughs> so they're back in. They're like, huh, that didn't go well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now what? Yeah, and then it's just basically kind of just re-coming well, up with another yeah, plan. Yeah, they, they're figuring, like, I, I guess, do they get in touch with the train? And they're like, hey, where the fuck are you guys? And like, oh, yeah, well, man, we're almost there. Don't worry. Yeah, we did the other thing we were going to do. Yeah. Remember? <laughs> but, oh, I remember. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but there's just like, yeah, the track was blocked, so we had to kind of, you know, unblock it. Yeah. And they're but, like, and, okay. And the thing is, when they talk to them, there's no urgency either. No. They're just kind of like, nope. yeah, well, come on. Yeah. You know, step just it when up. you could get here, please. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like we got a reservation. <laughs> I don't know how long they'll hold the table. You need yeah. to, you need to step it up. Yeah, there's nobody like, dude. Army of zombies outside. <laughs> Fucking fuck. Yeah, get here. Nobody cares. Yeah, like everyone is just so nonplussed throughout the entire movie, and mm-hmm. uh, it drives me crazy. But yeah, so they're like, all right, well, man, we just got to hold out like another twenty minutes and then get over there. Mm-hmm. And then somebody looks on the monitor, and goes, huh. I guess they made a battering ram and they're coming. They're coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Statham's like, <laughs> right, well, which they literally we'll get to the back room. They've literally made a battering ram out of like a army vehicle and yeah. an, an actual battering ram that they've just bolted to the front of it, mm-hmm. which is pretty progressive for these 
ancient Mars ghosts. Yeah. I, I who have get, no identifiable language and are just angry all the time. <laughs> I didn't get that they were necessarily 100% savage. Yeah, they had crafted weapons and yeah, stuff. Yeah. I know. It, they had also cleverly crammed nails through their face in interesting yeah. ways. Yes. Faces. Yeah. People had daggers in their temples and whatnot just yeah. to look cool. Yeah, it's a symbol of their individuality. Yes, exactly. Their belief in personal Martian, Martian freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're like, okay, we can get out the back because those yeah. guys are going to ram through the front. Yeah. Uh, to which there is just a lot of corridor shooting for a while. I do like how this works, though, mm-hmm. because there's a pair of them, which is, uh, I believe it's Natasha Henstrich and Ice Cube, yes. who are shooting the first gang coming in and just mm-hmm. shooting, shooting until they run out of ammo. And he's tossing and detonators then, at them. Yeah. But then behind them, they have Jason Statham and Clay Duvall, who have reloaded and yeah. have their weapons, and then they move up. Mm-hmm. And, and it gives and, the other two time and, to yeah. reload. And, and that scene works for me because it's like something that's very practical, mm-hmm. but actually fit into a movie. Yeah, it looks cool. It's practical. And you never see them do that in a movie. It's yeah. always like everybody's just running backwards and, yeah, and fiddling and they, with their guns. Yep. And everyone shoots at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's like this is like something that actual military would probably use. I don't know shit about mil- being in the military or anything like that or being in that sort of situation. But it feels like something that would be taught yeah, at some it, point. It's a, it's a well thought out thing. Yep. Yeah. So that that part works for me. And mm-hmm. then they finally get into a room and Ice Cube shoves a, a crowbar into the door handle. And he's like, man, we got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, mm-hmm. I assume this was the storage room Statham tried to use. Yes, it was. Yeah. chamber earlier yep. because yeah. he, he, yeah, well, he basically said, like, there is a rear exit here that we could probably use. And mm-hmm. look at this one entrance and yes. the secret door back here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But yeah, so but they roll a tank of something flammable up to prop against the door. Yes. As... Big Daddy Mars bursts through the roof. Yes. Just drops in through the skylight and is like, I'm here now. Yeah, he's like, ah, <laughs> ah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, fucking hell. Yeah. And they end up, I guess, they don't really shoot him. They shoot the barrel. Yeah. The explosive they, they, barrel. They end up like kicking him back mm-hmm. towards it and then shooting the barrel, which lights him on fire. Yes. And he's like, fuck, burning he's, man. He's not happy about that no. at all. <laughs> and then they run out, lock the door and just keep moving out. Mm hmm. And uh, the, the train has shown up. Yeah. Well, well they ha- they get to the back courtyard and they make Clea Duvall climb all the way up like the weather tower or yep. something. Yep. To see the radio if tower. The, yeah. To see if the train's there. Mm-hmm. She's like. And, and she's no, not she was like, supposed to radio the train. She's OK. Uh, they're like, get up there and radio the fucking train. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh. Uh, the train's here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, but well, get back down here. I love that. Yeah. She's like in no hurry. She's just, and she's not like. Fuck yes, train's here, thank God. She's yeah. like, train's here, train's here. Hey, mm-hmm. guys, <laughs> train's here. Guys, just FYI, <laughs> train's uh, here. Yeah. Um. So this leads to the group trying to get to the train alive mm-hmm. while just being overrun by, you know, ghost bikers. Yeah. And uh, it, it just, at one point, they're chucking saw blades at uh, Clay Duvall, who dodges two of them i believe mm-hmm. like uh, this left. is a little bit later is it yeah they, they all get to the train they get into like a little rover and make their way to the oh, train that's and that's right. when burning okay. man comes out and he's all smoking and he's like Rawr! yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're right okay he points yeah. at him to get him and they all get on the train and the train gets away mm-hmm. yes it does we're like uh, all you're right. right okay yes yeah the train yeah, gets like, away like 100 percent. Okay. Yeah, yeah they all get away and and like they don't even they, they just kind of bang on the side and they're like ah no and mm-hmm. they they're they left yeah. they're gone you're right 
Yeah, and then they're like, and the, and you know, and the tribunal's like, all right. So then, why were you the only one on the train? She's like, well, I kind of had an idea. <laughs> and they're like, oh, what? I so, had this horribly half-baked idea that I didn't yeah. check with anybody. Yeah. So Flash. flashback, <laughs> and she's like, all right, we need to stop the train and go back. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, are you out of your mind? <laughs> yeah, like. Hey, how about you fuck off, lady? Yeah. And she's like, but like if we, we don't stop them, they're just going to keep coming and city yeah. after city. And- mm-hmm. Yeah, she wants to nuke the site from orbit. Yes, well, from the ground actually, because yeah. she wants to like basically take their nuclear power plant into a meltdown stage. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. she asks um, Joanna Cassidy, she's like, "Will that kill the ghosts?" Yeah. Well, she's too? like, if, "If we blow up it, will it do anything?" And she's like, "No, not really." But if you know, if you take the rods out of the cooling and yeah. blah blah blah, boom. Yeah, you'll, you'll have about a-, a one to two mile radius, yeah. and it'll kill all the human hosts. That's for sure. She's I don't like, know what it'll do to the Mars. Yeah, she's like, "Will it kill yeah. the the spooky ghosts?" She's, <laughs> she's like, like yeah. "I don't fucking like, know." We didn't have time to put one in a tube. I'm a pretty shitty scientist. I I pretty much showed that earlier. I just touched shit. Yeah. What's the store? Oh shit. <laughs> I let ghosts out. Yeah, so they're all just like, "All right, then, let's go back and mm. blow up the nuclear reactor." Great idea. So they do. They go back. Yeah, and their plan is to basically put the train like three of them hop off. It's mm. Jason Statham, it's Joanna Cassidy and Natasha Henstridge. Mm-hmm. They hop off early mm-hmm. by the nuclear plant. The rest of the train actually goes back to the station and mm-hmm. waits. Mhm. While all these zombies fucking overrun this thing. Yeah, they get mobbed immediately. Yeah, they're going nuts on it. And yep. Statham and What's-Her-Face are inside, like, working everything. And Natasha Henstridge is just standing in the doorway outside going... Watching the train. Yeah, watching watching everything Which, attack the train. Yeah, they shot they shot a couple shots to, like, get their attention and then shut the doors. And they're like, oh, you can't get in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but, yeah. But she's standing outside. And, of course, Big Daddy Mars looks at her and goes... Ah, she's the one who ah, burned me. Yeah, and calls them all over to her. He's got big daddy vision. Yeah, I think. Well, he sees her standing outside. Yeah. It's not that hard. It's not that far. Yeah. <laughs> if she had like they just should have been gone inside, away. Yeah. the perspective well, was not right. <laughs> yeah. Well, she also should have been inside the doorway, like yeah. peeking out, yes. not just kind of standing out in the open, going, "Yep, in mm-hmm. my black outfit, where everything out here is red." Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So here comes the horde towards them. Um, yeah, but I guess and she radios the train and is like, all right, start up the train. Mm-hmm. Uh, they spotted us. Mm-hmm. Actually, they spotted me because I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, but they, you know, inside they just go, OK, blah, blah, blah. all right, we're done. Run. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think Joanna Cassidy gets killed somehow, right? Because she doesn't make it back. Well, to the train, she comes like they. Yeah, she makes it happen. And then they're like, all right, we got to make a break for it. And she walks out the door and gets Mars ghosted. She gets cinnamon challenged. Oh, and yeah, yeah. She's done. To which they're just like, well, bye. <laughs> yeah. Well, fuck that lady. I'm not giving you my drugs. <laughs> yeah. And and literally like her getting possessed is the last thing you see of her. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't see her get killed or blown up or anything. Yeah. I mean, you know. Well, yeah. <laughs> but eventually. Yeah. But so this is when Clay Duvall starts to get yes. real dodgy. Yeah, because like everyone who was on the train, like Ice Cube and all them are just like, all right, we're hopping out and mm-hmm. we're shooting everything. Mm-hmm. And she's, you know, doing the John Woo double fist and dodges two of them yep. poorly. Left, like, right. Like in slow motion, <laughs> dodges them mm-hmm. and then doesn't dodge the one that takes her head off. <laughs> right. So that's hey, the, that's the one that always gets you. Two out of three ain't bad. Yeah, <laughs> I mean she was she was kind of cool there well, for a while. In this case, oh, uh, well, she won't be head of the class. Yeah. And then Jason Statham just gets mobbed. Yeah, like just he gets surrounded and mobbed, and it's implied that he's just ripped apart. Yeah, but you just hear them stabbing. He him. just goes out like a punk. 
Yeah. Like without anything cool. Like he doesn't just have, you know, like surprise motherfucker. I got a detonator on. Yeah. Me. That's what I was expecting is him Nothing. to do that. That's yeah. Because yeah, you would at least pull a now, Gorman. Well, yeah, but still no, you can pull a Gorman. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, that's a cliche you could do. Yeah. This I mean, movie seems proud like to miss any of them. Yeah, but this movie seemed proud to not do any of those cliches. Yeah. But that means it does almost nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah. But, so like the 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 train conductor has gotten off and he gets murdered and Robert Carradine gets murdered at the door. Who um, was I guess on the train? He was like the assistant or something. Yeah. He even seemed like the yeoman or something because he was getting coffee for people yeah. and stuff. It was yeah. like <laughs> he was just the train's yeah. bitch. But yeah, he's just standing <laughs> in the doorway before he gets his head. Yeah. Cut off by a saw blade. Yeah. But yeah, so it's basically down to Ice Cube and Natasha Henstridge mm-hmm. on the train. Everyone else gets fucking murdered. Yeah. And she, you know, th- they get on and she's, you know, she's like, start make this train go. Mm-hmm. Like, push it. And he just, you know, pushes the throttle up. And that's really all you can do on this train. It's not like yeah. you have to hold the pedal down or mm-hmm. anything. And she's like, "We, this is going to blow up for two miles. We need to be the hell out of here. Yeah. So they they hear some banging on the roofs because yeah. like several of them of the Mars zombie guys have like jumped on the back of the train mm-hmm. and apparently pounding loud enough that they can hear it all the way at the front. Yeah. But well, uh, and also he goes, hey, we got any more. We got any more. We got detonators. Yeah. And she's like, well, the dynamite's a couple cars back. He's like, I got this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go. Goes, light, I'm going to go lighten our load. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So he, you know, goes back on the train and mm-hmm. well, like he, he basically like, you know, I didn't realize this, but, you know, you wouldn't think this with space train, but they have the standard like you have to go out a door, you're outside and then open another door. Mm-hmm. So he just closes the door outside of the compartment they're in. Mm-hmm. And one of them kind of busts in from nowhere, like and attacks yeah, Natasha Instridge. Yeah, well, he's been scraping on the door. She keeps okay. hearing this yeah. high pitched whine. Oh, that's right. She opens yeah, the door. It sounds like a like a basketball whistle. <laughs> it like does. it just yeah. uh, like over and over. It's just like someone's calling timeout, and you're like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, but she opens the door. It's like, "What is that?" And yeah, it busts down like right after yeah. he leaves. The guy who's made like a Freddy Krueger glove for himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she has to fight that dude, and yeah, she fights this useless henchman who we've not seen before. No, no. there's no like, who is this thing? Meanwhile, um, the you know. Ice Cube gets to fight Big Daddy Mars. Yes. Yep. Um, which is not the best. It's yeah. There's a lot of just people being slammed into walls. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's. I was watch. I was looking at it and just was like, this is boring. Yeah. This is the worst. It's it's all in some weird digital tunnel of nothing. It's like it's so far removed from any kind of reality. That everything mm-hmm. on the train looks so ridiculously fake. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Well, he, he goes and he's like trying to pull the pin to like separate the yeah. car with the explosion to make him go faster. And then, you know, Big Daddy Mars jumps down and mm-hmm. fights him. And he ends up like kind of wrestling him over to that car, like plants a detonator, jumps back on in the one car, pulls the pin just mm-hmm. about the time Big Daddy Mars gets up and is like, Rah! and yeah. then, you know, explodes. Mm-hmm. Train I, car explodes. This part, like this sequence, these two fights really disappointed me. It should have mm-hmm. been the other way around. Because she gets this unknown yeah. henchman, yeah, and it's it's dumb. It's nobody. She needs to fight Big Daddy Mars because she's had like the spiritual connection with him, mm-hmm. and he used his Big Daddy vision to see her down, you know, sixty <laughs> yards down the way. Yeah, they're the they're the characters who right. have between the good and the bad factions in this. Those are the two characters who have locked eyes the most, right? And she never has any kind of like, and I then I defeated him. It's yeah. it's dumb. Um. But yeah, so they they blow up the back cars of the train, and apparently get dead. just far enough away that you know the yeah, train gets you know gets shaken around. Yeah, they the, get past the two mile line, which then 
they show the outer planet of Mars and you see this nuke go off. Oh, yeah. It's like a four state nuke. Yeah. The four, a fourth of the planet is involved yeah. in this, but they're just like, I guess we're all right. Let's let's put it on autopilot and go home to Mars capital or wherever mm-hmm. the fuck they go. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some name for the town. Yeah. And she she yeah. took a saw blade to the knee. Um, yep. She did. <laughs> and so, like, she, I guess she just finally got enough blood loss that she kind of passed out because she wakes up and Ice Cube is like stitching up her leg. Yeah. And and she's like, oh, you know, thanks. He's like, yeah, you know, whatever. I'm gonna get you a blanket. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, like, oh, he's like holding her hand. He's like, yeah, you know, like you, you might have a little bit of scar and everything, and just I'm gonna keep kind of holding your hand as I walk over here, mm-hmm. and then you know, whips out the handcuffs, and she's in the position she was in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he's so, like, I, you know, whatever, man, I can't let you take me back here. This is where I get off. Yeah. Because they they made a deal. He was. You know, she was like, "I'm gonna tell them that you know you didn't uh, you didn't decap- decapitate anybody. It was the horde of of ghosts from Mars." And he's like, "Yeah, all right, that'll be fine. You just tell them that. We'll see how that goes." So then he handcuffs her. He's like, "I'm not going back, you crazy loon." Bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so even though we're on Mars, I'm still a black man. They're gonna blame me for all of this. Right. I promise you, you don't understand. Yeah. So then, just cut back to the end. Well, of the I was very really woke in this movie. <laughs> I, I do like the fact that she she does the old obligatory cop phrase of yeah, "catch you later." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, yeah. "Yeah, I don't think so." Yeah. So they just cut back to the end of the tribunal, and they're like, "Is that it?" And instead of her going like, yeah. "Wait, what do you mean is that yeah. it?" We nuked half the planet to stop the ghost, the literally ghosts that, that were unleashed well, by the worst well, scientist on the planet. Yeah. And you're like, "Is that all?" And the, and the worst part is like, she walks out. And they're like, "All right, thank you for your time." And they walk out. And they're like, "Yeah, ghosts." Yeah. yeah, she goes, "What are we going to tell the shareholders?" Yeah, ghosts. <laughs> right. And it's like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just, I could. Again, it's it fits the theme of the movie that everyone's like, yeah, whatever, man. Yeah, just, yeah, we'll deal yeah. with it. But you just told us this crazy ass story, but whatever. There's not enough oxygen on Mars for people to get excited mm-hmm. yet. Yeah, yeah. And then they're all just kind of <laughs> eh, laid back. Uh, yeah. there, there's kind of this pullback shot where you see the red mist kind of coming into the whatever crisis. Yeah, it was the it's spelled C H R Y S E, but they pronounce it crisis for crisis. some reason. Yeah, mm. stupid um, Martians. <laughs> Yeah, and then you uh, just get an alarm. Yeah, she she's asleep, and you know it's because it's yeah. species lady. They're like, "Hey, be in underwear because mm-hmm. movie." Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she wakes up and is like, "Oh shit!" The alarm's going off, and door opens, or she's like about to go to the door. Door opens, and Ice Cube comes bounding in. It's like floods are rising, or whatever his line from earlier in the movie was. Yeah. Like, I'll always have your back when the floods are rising and tides are coming. Tides in. are coming in, and the water's rising. Yeah, and, and she's like, like "Hell yeah!" Yeah, and but he's got two chrome plated SMGs and tosses her one. <laughs> And it's like, let's go do this. Yeah. And and they just immediately buddy cop up. Yeah. And start quipping back and forth. Yeah. To one and he another. goes, you would have made a good crook. And she goes, you would have made a good cop. Yeah. She's like, well, we'll kick ass either way. Yeah. And then they just walk out of frame. As it fades out to credits. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and the anthrax mm-hmm. yep. outro music. Because it's been basically, it starts out kind of. Synthy in the very beginning. Oh, the opening credits music is fantastic. It's it's the John Carpenter music you want. Yep. Yeah. And but then as the movie goes on, it as just soon becomes, as the action had yeah. started by the second half, it's just all crunchy. It's Anthrax. I mean, just to think to Anthrax, and that's what you get. So, yeah, go some Mars. We've finally done it. Yep. Yep. Now we have to talk about it or rate them. Yeah. Now we have to tell you whose side we're on. I'm on the side of the ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) Aren't we all? It's funny you should say that, because that's going to lead into my rating. 
because there's a scene where Natasha Henstridge is trying to get everyone motivated to kick ass. And the speech that she gives is, is basically like someone says, you know, obviously these are the ancient spirits of Mars who are protecting their planet and want all invaders to get the fuck out. And she's just like, we're in, we're in power now. This is our planet. We're going to fuck them up. And I'm like, that is the worst motivation. That was... um. That is just weird. Wasn't that Ice Cube? No, that was her. Oh, she that, says that, it. That was like, her? Okay. She's just basically like, we, we. this is ours now. We took it. Fuck those things. I don't care if they were here first or not. And it's like, this is the worst rallying cry I've ever heard. Yeah. It's like, is your last name Custer in this? Because that's kind of <laughs> what's going on here, and it's terrible. Um, so... I, you can tell, like, from what Carpenter has said, he was just bored. Like, just movie making had bored him. He was no longer interested in, in it doing it. And it shows, because this movie is sloppy. It has sparks. Like, you can tell there's someone behind the camera who once gave a shit, because there are moments that are really mm-hmm. cool. But, you know, the the fact that no one cares, no one is at all interested in what's happening, um, the action scenes are kind of weak. I'm going to give this movie a single jocks because it's fascinating and it's almost mm-hmm. I don't want to say it's 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 a good movie that we shouldn't have done but it's a real movie that's just made it's a badly. movie that's really good on paper. Yeah. On paper a ton of it sounds like it should be yeah. great. Cuz I mean it's you know we we talked about it while we were watching but it's it's part escape from LA mm-hmm. or you know escape from New York. Escape which from it, LA eventually, which, which it literally was. It was it was originally Escape from Mars. Yep. Before Escape from LA flopped. Yep. But it's part that. It's part Assault on Precinct Thirteen. Mm-hmm. It's part the thing because people are getting taken over. You know, it's got bits and pieces of all this other stuff, and it feels like a western. Yes. You know, because they're, you know, they're they're, they're hold out on the Ford, waiting for back, waiting for help to come, exactly. you know, waiting for a train. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's kind of yes. <laughs> it's it's all that sort of stuff, and yeah. yet it just doesn't work. No. It is almost like a greatest hits package, but it's not done well. It's it it's done by someone who just didn't care at that point, but still had enough of a clue to give it a a good shot. Like it, this is better than a lot of this is better than what a lot of other people could have done. Mm-hmm. I think what I hate most about this movie is the transitions uh, and the editing because there's no identifiable style to it whatsoever. The flashbacks within flashbacks within flashbacks are terrible. And then the weird random let's cut out 50 frames of this and jump ahead two seconds. It's like it's not stylistic because you're not really doing it that way. It's just cutting frames. Mm -hmm. So what the hell is going on here? So you've got like three framing devices. None of them come together in any meaningful way whatsoever. Um, Yeah, it's it. It's but I think as a whole, it's just fascinating. You just look at it and you want you want to know what happened. You want to read about this. You want to, if there's a commentary on the DVD, I would listen to it because I, I got to know, you know, it's just, I want this thing deconstructed basically because there's something there. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's fascinating in a way that it's worth watching, but it's also kind of really disappointing uh, considering who's behind the camera. So one jocks. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll go. I was, Despite my complaints, mm-hmm. frequent as they are, I think I'm going to go two jocks with this because there's a camp value to this that I really appreciate. Mm-hmm. And Ice Cube, there are some faces he gives in this movie that are just, they're worth a jocks on their own. And 
yeah, there's something there. There's sparks of stuff that you want, but it's really disappointing in that it just doesn't all come together. And it's so much of it feels like, all right, we were going to start you like, we had this idea for this and it just didn't execute the way we needed it to, you know, like you, like you said with that balloon thing with the explosion on that, like it's cool, but it's not that cool. It, it, like you can, you can tell it was cooler than they, than it ended up being. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Like, and I'm sure John Carpenter saw it and was like, fuck. And, and it was, and you know, and he was John Carpenter in the eighties probably been like, we have to reshoot that. Mm-hmm. We have to do something else with that. Mm-hmm. But John Carpenter at this point is just like, the fuck ever man <laughs> yeah you know yeah and and that's it's disappointing but man it's just the not give a shit acting throughout like it, uh, you'd need a freak out character to raise the stakes mm-hmm. and they never do that they never really present these things as the threat that they are mm-hmm. and yeah that that whole structure the whole flashback in flashback and flashback is just terrible yeah like sometimes you just it's better to just tell the story straightforward. You don't have to do all that crap. I mean, I like the idea of flashing back to where two characters split and then just going in the other direction with it. But when you do it within itself and then within itself again, mm-hmm. it's just like, where are we? Yeah. Like, what? it's it's just, it's too much. Yeah. There's just so much missed opportunity, but there's still there's enough fun stuff in there that I can give it two jocks. Yeah. Cause I was really, I, from its reputation and coming from a period of time where I am not fond of very many movies mm-hmm. in that era at all, especially movies like this, uh, it was way better than I was expecting it to be. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You can I, go. Oh, okay. So I, I, I think I'm very much in the ghost of ours defense camp. Um, I actually really like this movie. <laughs> um, and I, I will agree that there are issues, but here's the here's the weird thing of of movies with issues like this. This one could totally be fixed. Yes, because I I guarantee you, mm, I guarantee you, the footage is out there and ne- that is needed to fix it. Because um, first off, you just get rid of that dumb little stutter step edit thing, mm-hmm. um, fix some of the other edits, and then yeah. just like you know, just restructure it so it's not all in a flashback. I mean, that's so easy. I mean, yeah. a a. If if John Carpenter John Carpenter could be bothered to care, he could make a director's cut of this so easily mm-hmm. and make it good. And I mean, it. I I know there's not any kind of fan base to warrant this, but I mean, you could reduce the CG effects easily too nowadays. Yeah, that's you know, I, and and not all of them need to go. Just some of them need to be touched up or you know made slightly more modern, um, so they don't you know the textures aren't so flat, but. Yeah, and yes, there there should I I absolutely agree that there should be an an, an incident character like a, a freaking out character because everyone reacts to this like Tony Shalhoub in Galaxy Quest to everything just yeah. like hey <laughs> Captain um, things if you keep going they're mm-hmm. gonna blow up just thought you should know FYI yeah. Um, so yeah but I I still really liked it like Jason Statham is going for it in most scenes like the way he he's delivering dumb lines and ice cube is absolutely going for it and man i just think about like natasha hinstrich is kind of a blank slate she's obviously a very attractive woman but you know not really known for acting skills per se um but man like we dodged a bullet otherwise (laughs) because if she's not that great of an actress apparently it was going to be courtney love yeah yeah according to trivia until her foot got run over that feels like bullshit but i'll go with it you know yeah i mean 
it's so weird. Like you read about the casting of this and it was all totally different. Yeah. Like Courtney Love was going to be that character. Jason Statham was supposed to be the main character, uh, but they needed a name. <laughs> so they went with Ice Cube. So right. it, it just seems like behind the scenes, this was, I mean, you know, you start as an Escape from Mars movie right. and with a totally different cast. And I'm assuming Kurt Russell, you know, <laughs> who mm-hmm. you would have had. And then you just change everything. Yeah. Like I said, I bet I, I said never gave a rating. I, I'm going to give this three jocks. Okay. I, I actually really quite enjoy this. It's it has faults, but man, there were there were little moments that just brought me joy. And I actually really didn't have a problem with the fight sequences. I mean that that one. I I, I wasn't. I was so into the overall. Like you give me crunchy guitars and like you know the let's fuck shit up attitude, and mm-hmm. I generally will forgive like almost everything else because like Ice Cube, you know akimbo smgs down the ramp into like crunchy guitar fight thing (laughs) i didn't notice people were missing punches i didn't give a shit i was like let's do this and yes i understand if you're attempting to be as woke as possible on the script it comes a lot it comes across a little columbus like in the (laughs) hey fuck you resident people you know yeah but i just felt if we can't have it you can't have it either yeah to be fair they were dead and it's kind of not fair that I <laughs> can just be eternal. I mean, and you know, and, and you don't the, get to be well, no, no, no. like, all right, look, all right, Listen, I, they shouldn't have built it on a Martian graveyard. I'm saying it's not necessarily fair that the way you become eternal is by body hopping, soul sucking, you know, like apparently like these, these ghost things, I, my backstory is that these the white Martians that we've seen were overtaken by this stuff too, mm-hmm. and that they weren't mm-hmm. even the original version of it. That Probably. this was like That's some kind I of thought, this yeah. some kind of demon seed buried down there. It was like fuck this shit. Yeah, you know. And I just think the movie could have done a better job explaining that. Right. I'm. You know, like I said, if if you're going to try to attempt to be that progressive about it, I'm thinking this is more like a virus where it can continue to live on and propagate, yeah. but only by destroying something else. So you know I'm what. Just, I'm I'm railing against that speech only because the movie doesn't do a good job in actually explaining what is yeah. what this force I, is. I, I get you. Yeah, I, I feel you. Yeah. So I'm going to have to give it one jocks, um, mainly because it did not have enough energy. Like there are other problems with it, obviously, but mm-hmm. uh, and I know there's a good movie lurking in here. Um, there's something that's a lot of fun, but it just has it has too many people standing around going, huh? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, hmm. yeah. Ghosts. That's bad. <laughs> Guess we should stand around about it for a while. That'll work. Um, it just doesn't like. It doesn't have any punch yeah. for most of it, and it just. I don't know, man. <laughs> there's so much that I. There's a lot of stuff that I that I like about it. Like you know, like we we've talked about the ice cube going ham on on the weird Mars demon zombie guys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, between Ice Cube and Jason Statham, there is a lot of personality. But there's just... Those two can't carry the movie. They're not in the movie enough to carry it. Um, so it just kind of... It's just kind of there for a long time. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, there's... Nobody really sells the tension or the excitement of any of the moments. And it it just doesn't work. It's you know, there's just something. There's yeah, there's, yeah. It's just uh. yeah. Um, but there's but there's something good there too. And I I want to see. I think you could ring out, you know, 
two or three more jocks out of this movie if you could maybe tighten up the editing, um, tighten up this the graphics on level three. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you could you could make something a little bit nicer out of this movie, but um, I don't I, I don't think it's going to happen no. literally nope. ever. No, I could see like a sci-fi miniseries coming out of it at some point. It it seemed like it had yeah. enough story for something like that. They just rushed it, so. I mean, I, I felt like probably the first 20 minutes of this movie originally was all Joanna Casti, like just the exploration of, of Mars, open up this thing. Ooh, what is it? Oh, God, we've unleashed something. You deal with how that took over their camp. <laughs> she, and then she escapes in her stupid she balloon. balloons around. Yeah, yeah. And then that makes it cool because then you think maybe she died in that. And then she pops up later in the jail cell and you're like, oh, OK, now she can tell them what's up. Um, but just the way they present that, the very first thing yeah. you see of her is that dumb balloon. And you're just like, oh. God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Well, I think we've probably talked enough about this here movie. I yeah, would say probably. so. Uh, let's take a break, shall we? Yeah. All right. Bevcast. Second half. So, yeah. Who's got second half movies? Well, not me. We did a bunch of video games and drinking this weekend, so <laughs> not that many movies. However, I did manage to sneak in one. Okay. Um, now that it's made it to home video, I watched Sausage Party. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you I've talked to, about that. Yeah, you went to the theater. I was going right? to say, I thought, yeah, okay. I saw went. a theatrical release. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sausage Party. Yeah. Sausage Party. <laughs> yeah. Sausage Party. Um,. I, I honestly think I tuned out most of what you said because I knew I was going to watch it. Mm-hmm. So I, I think the things I seem to remember, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. um, is like the first five minutes are kind of rough because you're like, man, are you going to swear this fucking much the whole damn movie? So because <laughs> it just seems like they go into it hard. Yeah. Like in the beginning where it's just like, oh, this might not be pleasant. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I, obviously I have no problem with swearing, but you know, the part it the the reason you use it is for emphasis you know like mm-hmm. you don't just if you say if it's like there's fuck in every single sentence or three fucks in every sentence yep. it just loses any potency yep luckily they 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 kind of quickly calm down from that somewhat mm-hmm. um to the point that there are some legitimately like good belly laughs that i had in this movie like there was one joke in particular i will not remotely attempt to spoil it but i will just say that it involves that they keep setting up they keep using uh, uh, turns of phrase that involve food that we just use in our mm-hmm. daily life, and the and the whatever food will like be like yeah, and it's just like no, I'm not talking to you. And mm-hmm. there's just one where like it comes down the line, and and they've just been setting this joke up so much that the food is like you're talking to me, and he's like no, I'm not talking to you, and um <laughs> like yeah, like I don't believe in those bad apples, and the apples are like oh, why are we bad? It's like I'm not talking to you, <laughs> you know that kind of thing, <laughs> but you know, um but yeah, like. Like 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 I said, luckily it calms down that significantly from the very beginning of the movie because the opening was rough and I was like I don't know if I'm going to make it through this. <laughs> um, and yeah, I I think I remember you kind of saying you know, and I think I knew a little bit that it was one giant you know religion metaphor, yep. not really even metaphor, just straight in your face. Um, and I don't think I was quite ready for the level that it goes to, like because it mm-hmm. it actually. 
like too many times people do something like that. We're like, I'm going to make an allegory to try to point out how some, how stupid a belief is or whatever thing I don't necessarily agree with. But this one rides a really actually interesting balance of, yeah, maybe, but kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm going to point out how all the ways that this is stupid, but also how by the end it's like, well, even if it yeah. is like, you can't still kind of, you, you need can't, it sometimes. You, well, you also can't just go slice, stop, you right. know, like, you know, it just, that just doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Um, so that, that's actually kind of like an interesting balance. It, 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 for a movie full of fucks and dicks and farts and all that stuff that goes on. And it's like, it's actually, and dicks and farts. it's kind of funny. Like by the end, like how it actually kind of comes around to having a decent message, which, I shouldn't be too surprised. I mean, yeah, this is the end touched on a lot of that kind mm -hmm. of stuff too, but mm -hmm. also, you know, it was like dealing with the world, uh, like in a world where people have been like, Oh, that's all bullshit. And then when it happens, they're like, Oh, um, well, I don't know, maybe <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like, so yeah, it, like I said, if you can, if you can stomach the, the level of vulgarity of, uh, in all ways that are going to be in this movie, it's, it's pretty funny and kind of worth a watch. Like I said, if, the Seth Rogen crew is kind of funny is not your thing. This is not going to be the movie that changes that just because mm, it's animated. Definitely not. So like I said, it just, it's, it, it actually got some genuinely good laughs out of me. Um, I totally didn't recognize certain actors yeah, as their parts at all when they were happening. There was one I picked up and I was like, I was about to pick up the phone and like check IMDb. And I was like, Nah, I think I'm just going to see if I can ride this out and catch who it is. And there was one. It took me like well into the movie. And I was like, holy shit, that's and it, like I was like, <laughs> wow, I, you know, like a big name person. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, wow. But yeah, it's um, that's a kind of weird meandering kind of skirting around the issue. But that's that's my take on the movie. It's it's like I said, it, it's it's definitely worth was watching. It, if, if Was you know. the home release still the R rated version or because I. The where that movie goes, I don't think there could be an unrated version because they yeah. kind of got everything in it already. Yeah, they kind of did. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I actually didn't even check. Like, okay. if it said one or the other. Yeah, I'm. I'm just curious about that because, yeah, they. It doesn't feel like there was much more they could have done. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, I I went to a point where, in some of these movies were like, oh yeah, it's an unrated home version, and it was like you know ten seconds difference or yeah. some dumb thing. So I wasn't checking for a while, but now you're telling me like Ghostbusters is worse, like made worse by extended gags and things like mm -hmm. that. That maybe I'm going to go back to paying attention and trying to watch the theatrical version on yeah. most movies. Yeah. Um, this one I just didn't. I just like yeah. you know, whatever. Well, the pendulum's definitely swung back. Yeah. Because God, the early days of DVD, it was like everything got a director's cut or an unrated right. cut. And some, I mean, some of them are good and some of them are interesting, but like generally speaking, they don't play as well as the original movie. Mm -hmm. I mean, big ones I think of are like the almost famous like one that's like forty five minutes longer and Apocalypse Now redo. It's like mm -hmm. it's interesting, but like man, that just it breaks the fucking momentum there in the middle of that movie what they add in mm -hmm. yeah um it, it's like i said it's it's more weirdness for that movie but some of those are just not necessarily better <laughs> like it's just like yeah the, the theatrical version is probably the best version yeah but anyway side of the tangent anyway yeah so you guys want some emails sure mm. sure yeah sure are yes you, are you sure positive okay cool uh first one up's from yuri and he says, this may be the dumbest question ever. Hey, Jerry. He says, yo, whenever, <laughs> yo. I, whenever I can't wait until Saturday for the hot new episode of y'all's podcast to drop, I check the unedited live stream video on YouTube. I've been doing that for a while, actually. I have you guys' faces 
and your seating arrangement stuck in my head now. Hmm. So having now listened to the bonus podcast on Patreon, I've got a question. When Harlow and Chuck do the bonus podcast together, do they sit on the same seats as they always do? <laughs> are they sitting next to each other like news anchor style? Or is it one of them sitting on the other side of the table so that they are facing each other? I'm terribly sorry. This is not a thing that should bother anyone. I will recommend a movie so that this email isn't a total waste. Under Siege 2, Dark Territory. It's not great at all, but fuck it. Might make a fun episode. Thanks, Yuri. Well, I'll take this one. Oh, okay. I, I was going to say, like, not many people know, but Chuck, Chuck actually sits on my lap. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, for per- personal purposes, I, I run my hand up his back and, and act, you know, activate him like a ventriloquist dummy. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. We share the single microphone as for, for ease. Right. Yes. Um, and power consumption. I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You know, Actually, go, go, go green or don't. Right. None of that is true. <laughs> what? Chuck comes over and sits in my seat and fucks with my chair and my things and my microphone. And it always falls off the fucking stand once Chuck's done with it because I have to adjust it again. I am so careful with all of your business. Oh, and yeah, and it doesn't doesn't make a difference. You ruin it every mm-hmm. single time. Well, I guarantee worst. you next bonus podcast, he could sit in Mackie's seat and you would still come back and be like, what'd you do? I'm still, yeah, I'm do? still going to blame him for literally anything mm-hmm. I can, but mm-hmm. yeah, jerk face. <laughs> hey, you're not paranoid if they're out to get you. That's yeah, right. But no, I have to sit across from from. They have to be able to look into each other's eyes. Well, yeah, we're having conversation. Right. It's weird to sit next to each other. You don't sit next to each other in a restaurant. You well, do if you're in love, Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got news for you. We have to talk. No, <laughs> listen. You do that, you're a bad person. In a restaurant, sit across from each other. Oh, I agree. Like goddamn human beings. Yeah. You're not animals. <laughs> right. Sit on opposite sides of the table. Animals going into a steakhouse. And it just steakhouse. makes conversation. It makes everything awkward. It's stupid. Yeah. Don't I do agree. it. I agree. Don't. You do can it. sit at a square table. You can sit one to each side. Yes. If, if it's you're a gonna, squared if corner, you're share food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can do that. Mm-hmm. Yep. You can 90 degree it. Yes. On a square yeah, table. But otherwise, allowed. if you're in a booth, be a human being. Yeah. Pick opposite sides. Come on. It's, so you, it's come hard on. to have a conversation like that. It is. Because you have to turn and you can't eat and turn. It's, you just, you just want to. Well, you can't. But Well, if you want to eat over their lap yeah. <laughs> like a monster, do the right thing, everybody. But yes, I, I guess we sit, we sit diagonal mm-hmm. from each other. Caddy Which party. I know doesn't mean anything in this live stream view I'm showing right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, on, or thing- on top of each other if you're looking at the four-way mm-hmm. screen. Yeah, if yeah. that helps you in yeah. your mind. That is kind of weird, but yeah. <laughs> that is where we sit. Mm-hmm. So, that- but hey, Yuri, thanks for watching the getting us those YouTube clicks. <laughs> watching yeah, the we appreciate it. <laughs> and you get bonus content. Mm-hmm. We bullshit for a while. Yeah, we do. We got to wait for everybody to show up, we- and we got to banter, banter. Get our yap on. <laughs> well, you gotta you gotta lube up the brain. <laughs> right. You gotta make yourself yeah. ready for jokes. You, you gotta <laughs> get the gears. Gotta stretch going. the pipes out. Yeah. We yeah. really just gotta get the unfunny shit out first. Right. Yeah. yeah. We did all our test material. Right. <laughs> I, I okay. I, I so said, what's the deal with airline food, you guys? <laughs> huh? nah, I just have nothing? to point this out that <laughs> Pulliam in the chat said, mm-hmm. "I love how Chuck is the oldest, but treated like the incompetent younger <laughs> brother with bad opinions." <laughs> <laughs> Which I will admit, we do that to him all the time. Yeah. yeah however, for, for comedic effect. However, there's a Mostly. no quarters live stream that you can find where Chuck decides he wants to try drugs <laughs> and Harlow and I talk him out of it. That's probably going to go on the bonus one. So don't go seek that out. Okay. Yeah. Just give us money and then you can. Yeah. Have it. Yeah. If you want a nice, super right. duper yeah. audio clean version of it. 
Okay, there's going to be a bonus podcast <laughs> where we, where Chuck decides to do drugs and Harlow and I talk Whatever. about Whatever, you're it. here, you know what, you made it this far in our bullshit. Yeah, go look, go look at the, the beginning of the last no-quarter. Yeah. It's a good conversation. I'm just kidding. You know, like do, do it's informative. No, I think the reason is because I have so many gaps in like my pulp, my pop culture references. So it's like I'm younger. It's like it's yeah. like yeah, I culturally mean, I'm younger. Like Chuck, did you go to prison? Is that what happened? Were you in like solitary I for years? Is that why you have I, all these gaps? I can't talk about it. Well, okay. no, because he had an I voted sticker. So no. Yeah, no. Well, you can get uh, those. You can order those. In oh, Florida, so. you can. Well, in Florida, you can also have your rights reinstated. Yeah, but that takes like a long time. Yeah, do like paperwork. I don't know. Chuck might have a lawyer. Might know what a lawyer is. <laughs> no, I'm saying like you have to be like you probably have to be older. Yeah, you know, takes long. Time. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I appreciate that observation though because you're absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I don't Chuck know. doesn't that's, know anybody. I, I don't know if that's true. I'm not sure. I believe it now that you're pointing it out. <laughs> it seemed feasible yeah, when someone else pointed it out. Somebody else, it would have made a lot more sense, Chuck. <laughs> So we have a voicemail from Moon. If you want to play that, I one. sure do. Hey guys, I don't know if cycling counts as calling while driving, but here we go. I'll give her a shot anyway. So as someone who cannot work right now, I have a bit too much time on my hands. Bump. But I've got so many shows I need to watch that I just I don't know what order to watch them in. I don't know how to prioritize them. I don't know. It's it's that difficulty of choice thing where there's so much of it, I just don't know where to start. So how do you guys prioritize your stuff when you're actually going to sit down and watch something? And also, if you hear an actual crashing burn, tell my wife I said I love her. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm on a back road. I'm not going to get touched. Um, anyway, this is Street Agent slash... Moon Pier out. Crash and burn, guys. <laughs> I like that the, he's got the extra breathing to make sure yes. that we know yeah. that he's cycling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, I mean, most easily what I do is watch whatever the hell I feel like watching right then. I mean, that's just that's the well, easiest I mean, answer. He's mm-hmm. he's obviously in a place where, like, for some reason, he can't do it. It's the paralysis of choice. So it's not like he can just go, sure. oh, well, I want to watch this more because he's like, uh... Too many things? Too yeah. many things, yeah. I, I mean, because I never... I I try to never let uh, public opinion d- dictate what I watch because I watched the first episode of Westworld and I don't know what it is. I'm not hooked yet. And I know everyone is like, oh my God. But I, I have had like no desire to continue watching it right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean I dislike the first episode. It's just other things were like, I want, I, I want to watch this now. I think the biggest thing is because it's fucking heady. And I don't need that shit right now. Yeah. Like when I turn on mm-hmm. the television, I want to zone the fuck out and watch superheroes punch things. <laughs> so that's, I mean, thankfully there's five fucking DC television shows right now. So yeah, honestly, like right now I've been watching Ash versus evil dead DC superhero shows. That's about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So lately what I've been doing when I want to pick a TV show is I kind of look at the things that I've been meaning to watch and I think about whichever one I feel most guilty about for not having watched yet and then I'll start an episode of that and give it a couple episodes and if I am enjoying it then I'll carry on and carry on yeah yeah for me that's it's my method yeah for me it's mostly time-based in that if your show is half an hour I'm far more likely to go all right let's watch some of those 
because you have an easy stopping point. Mm-hmm. Whereas like I've, I keep wanting to go back and rewatch like X files or 24, but knowing that it's like 24, 45 minute episodes yeah. and like getting through it is like, okay, I'm going to be done next month at best. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of, for me, it just becomes what block do I have of time to do this? You know, which is why I love the fact that, you know, like Game of Thrones is 10 episodes and you're done. You know, Westworld is, you know, it's, it's going to be 10, 10 episodes, but it's, it's also what's, what's on right now that people are probably going to spoil for me somehow, Mm -hmm. you know, like, like walking dead, my wife, that's, she's still all in on that show. So it's kind of like, all right, that's got to get watched immediately. Mm -hmm. And Westworld is weird because like we binged the hell out of what was out to that point. I think it was the fourth, the first four episodes. We watched them in like basically a night and a half. We mm-hmm. just cranked through them. And then we were, but now we're like two or three back. Cause we've been out of town every freaking Sunday. But for me, it's a lot more of just what can I get through and get to a point where I know I can stop and then move on. And it helps like shows like uh, when we marathon breaking bad, Sometimes it's better, like, if you know you need to stop for the night to stop in the middle of an episode. Because, like, Breaking Bad was really good about the end of an episode. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah. I don't know. what. How are they going to write themselves out of this? Mm-hmm. You know? So sometimes it was better to just stop midway through at a commercial break and be like, okay, All that's right, the end. <laughs> yeah. Jesse's doing his thing. Let's just leave it for now. You Jesse's know? cooking some shit. Yeah. Same yeah. bitch. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he's doing his thing mm-hmm. bitch yeah and everything's all right yeah <laughs> i can sleep comfortably mm-hmm. yeah yeah and then come back and be like oh fuck mm-hmm. so it's a smart way to do it yeah yeah it helps like because it's very easy to just like be like ah, you know let's just put on one more you know like making a murderer was like that it was like god what are we doing it's yeah. like mm-hmm. four in the morning and we're like well this new one's only 48 minutes instead of the usual hour it's like no can't yeah. go to bed at 448. I, I will give one small suggestion, and that's because I think I've found myself in a in a place like Moon is right now where I feel overwhelmed by either the quantity of shows I need to watch or the length of them or like trying to keep up with one narrative and, and feeling like I need to jump back and forth. And I think in the past, that's when I've adopted shows that don't have a through narrative, hmm. like go back and watch episodes of Twilight Zone or even like Star Trek, because I mean, both Star Trek and Next Generation they're 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 monsters of the week there's there's some through narrative but it's like it's you know you can just watch one yeah you can just watch one and go like cool yep bye yep you know and then like if you go back to it great if you don't like or just pick up something you know how it's made top gear any you know whatever interesting show that you could just watch and it's like all right one and done cool great and it just kind of gets you in the habit of watching it and then slowly like push back in the big things because i i did that like i i would binge watch a seven season show and then finish it and be like, all right, what's next? Oh fuck. Like the other thing I want to watch is eight season is, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, and you just gonna be like, man, like too, too long. Yeah, one palate cleanse. Yeah. So like, you know, that's why I just usually like, all right, you know, let's go watch some random Simpsons or Futurama mm-hmm. or something, you mm-hmm. know, just, yeah. Throw on some impractical jokers or something stupid. Yeah. Just something you can just watch. Something with watch no storyline yeah, whatsoever. Exactly. Yeah. Go watch yeah. some drunk history episodes or something, whatever, yeah. you know, 
because yeah, yeah, too many. I think too many storylines in a row, or 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 even better, like going and finding the the um, canceled gems. Like go if you've ever watched Firefly or Wonderfalls or you know even Dead, uh, not Dead like me, uh, Pushing Daisies. Like these things that didn't last very long, where you know, like all right, you know, I can finish that in a week or two, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like I, I'll just be done, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. So. That that is that is the best thing about having short TV seasons now. Yeah. I know people think it sucks, like if they want more, 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 but it's nice to be able to just get through thirteen episodes and be like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, we're cool. Yeah, you know, and you can feel like, okay, I've watched a season. I can I can do something else. Well, you can, and on the flip side, you can tell a better story that way. No, you know, y- yeah, you don't have filler. Yeah. Maybe that's the same thing about like Buffy. Like I, I, I still want to go back and watch Buffy and Angel again before I get rid of the DVD sets. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of, it's just I knowing that there's that much investment. You know, sometimes it's better to just be able to put on a season of Archer and be like, all right, yeah, I can do this and I can do this in a few nights and yeah. we're good. So yeah, maybe that's the maybe that's the deal. Set short term goals for yourself. Maybe mm-hmm. pick something short, get through it, and then maybe you can move on to the longer term stuff. And also see what's leaving Netflix at the end of the month, because <laughs> that can sometimes be a very good motivator to yeah. just watch the shit out of something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that happens often where it's like, oh, yeah, X-Files isn't on there anymore. You know, you're like, oh, wait, but I was going to. Yeah, oh. Didn't Hulu or somebody get it? I don't even remember anymore. They get swapped around and then uh, sometimes they show up on some weird one that no one has. Like Mubi. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's just weird apps that, you know, it's like they start. Crackle is always the weirdest one where it just starts touting like we've got this. It's like. Yeah, but you've only got like 10 episodes of that. Seinfeld, I think, is one of their weird ones where it's like, we've got, we rotate 10 new episodes of Seinfeld every month. I'm like, who cares? Fuck wants that. Yeah. (laughs) I'll just turn on my local (laughs) independent station after their dumb news at 11 Mm o'clock and watch whatever Seinfeld episode they've run. Yeah, they run 16 episodes every night. Yeah. (laughs) It's the new MASH. (laughs) Yeah. They just run them 20% faster or whatever Mm -hmm. so they can fit more commercials in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know if that helps. Hope, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I said, I, I just unless you are in the camp, I, I, you know, whatever, I can block out most things about spoilers. But if you're not in a show, don't force yourself because that's, I mean, whereas you, because your your current perception may may not allow for you to enjoy a show that you could potentially otherwise later. Mm-hmm. You know, just yeah. like so, if you're not feeling it, don't just be like, I have to watch this because I felt like I think it was one season of Game of Thrones where it's like it felt like it came at like the worst time. Where I was just like, I have to watch this on Sunday. And like constantly, Sunday after Sunday, mm-hmm. I was like, fuck, I got to watch this before everyone spoils it at work. And mm-hmm. I, it was like, I just did not enjoy that season like at all. And also, like, don't be afraid to hit eject on something. Mm-hmm. If you're just not feeling it at all, you know, after three, four episodes, it's okay. Yeah. You know, it's it's not the investment that watching a movie is. You know, or, or I mean, you know, yeah, it, it's, it's more of an investment than watching a movie or, but you know, like I'm books, I'm the same way. Like if a book's like just not working for me, I have no problem just dumping it and moving on. Yeah. So anyway. All right. Is that it? Did we, yeah. Did we, we, we recorded early this week, oh, so we yeah. don't have that many uh, emails. Right. It happens sometimes. Yeah. We recorded early and didn't tell anybody. <laughs> yeah. We yeah, kind of, but we had, we had a lot going on. History and not telling people shit about yeah. this podcast. Well, we had a lot going on, so. This was yeah. kind of a last minute, like, when can we do this? Oh, okay, let's do it then. And I'm sure with all these American holidays coming up, we'll be just fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's all going to work we'll, out. We'll get right back on track. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So. If well, we did properly tell people how to I was going to gonna say, speaking of, speaking of telling people uh, about shit about this podcast, mm-hmm. um, 
I would like to implore you, our listening audience, to do a thing for us in this holiday season. Your present to us, um, because we deserve presents, right? Sure. Um, yes. yes, that's the right answer. Good job, Chuck. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Way to say it with authority. <laughs> but the thing I would like you to give us is um, it's not always easy to build audience uh, without you know throwing a whole bunch of cash at Facebook or YouTube or you know whoever. Um, but one thing that we that we can do is ask you guys to help us, and that is by sharing us on your social media. So on Facebook, on Twitter, on Friendster, MySpace, LiveJournal, Two Cows, um, whatever other social media spaces you happen to. <laughs> Google Plus, if you're still there. Um, That's Ello. Ello, yeah, Ello. Yeah. If you're Ello. if you're over there, but hit um, us up on Ello. Share us on our, on on your social media spaces with your friends, um, because if you like us, there's a, a good chance that your friends might like us too, because you might have similar wonderful like-minded people on your friends list. So, uh, and that helps us, you know, build our audience and be able to do more cool things and reach more people and just share the fun things that we do with all of them. Um, and, you know, and I lost my train of thought like I do, but um, but it helps us. Uh, it'll make you look cool because you have brought a cool thing to someone. Um, trying to think of more reasons, but I'm, you know. Help BJ stay on track by sharing our show with your friends. Exactly. <laughs> the more you share, the better I get at this bullshit at the end of the podcast. Um, <laughs> I'm better than I was. Shut up. <laughs> Harlow's making a bunch of faces at me. Anyway, aside from that, um, if you want to go to the website, check us out at bmfcast.com. You can uh, click the buttons on the right-hand <laughs> side of the page, and that's got all of our social media stuff, uh, places where we, we gather, and then you can share from there. Um, also, if you want to email us directly, send us an email to bmf at bmfcast.com, or if you'd like to give us a phone call and leave us a voicemail, hit us up at 9105-JOX-BMF or 9105569263. That's the Garfield phone, the BMF cast hotline and that's where um that's where moon called this yeah. episode maybe don't be on your bike you can be on whatever you want yeah call uh, we need someone to call us from a hoverboard i mean whatever those things they're still calling them that right uh sure they're banned no one's on those now yeah why are no, they why are they banned they're not banned. because they're they banned. exploded and also they're obnoxious i see commercials for them still they're still? around okay yes well just don't take a hoverboard store just, the don't take a drilling store and they also had plane. hoverboards. Did they? All right. Yeah. Whatever. I w- I'm just saying, or, or some s- other personal form of communication. Segway, sure. hoverboard. Call us from your drone. Roller skates. Yeah. Blades. Yeah. Ice us, skates. Yes. Skateboards. Skateboards. skateboards? Sure. We are coming up on ice skating season, so sure, yeah. Yeah. get out on the ice. Call us from call. Rockefeller Center. Yeah. Rockefeller Center. Rockefeller. Rockefeller. Um, also, if, if you haven't, uh, rate us on iTunes if you think we're worth a shit. Um, <laughs> that helps somehow yeah. i don't know how it helps but it does some things I mean, if you've listened this far and you don't think we're worth a shit we we want to hear that one too <laughs> yeah just because we'd like, also like to formally yeah, apologize we're just really curious at yeah this at this point, point really like yeah. why why are you still here yeah like so if you've got feedback like that share it on itunes <laughs> <laughs> if you have any feedback like, like we said don't be afraid to hit eject mm-hmm. yeah. yes <laughs> yeah we're not keeping you <laughs> i mean if you don't want to be here all right well let's get out of here shall we Okay. All right. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Banffcast Out. <laughs> <laughs>